Hello everyone, this is Clash from DOE, and you are listening to the Escape Pod cast. This program is being recorded in front of a live studio audience. And to That's No Moon from Doombringer, yes, your guild might have had less overall GP than us. We might have had more Gear 13 Zetas. But you know what? We also had more fur. And since none of us have been able to go out to get a grooming done anytime recently, we couldn't really see what we were doing. Next time, my friend. Next time. One is a Grand Arena Specialist from the UK. The other is a Territory Battle Tactician from the US. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. With both having played this game since launch, the one thing we are sure of is that you will be entertained. The Escape Pod Cast. A service of the Escape Pod Castaways. A weekly podcast about the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the network studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Eyre and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's episode of the Escape Pod cast. Season 3 brings a few changes to the podcast, including a new look for our live studio audience. We are looking to catch back up with Scotty McLaren as we reminisce about the good old days of Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. And we speculate on if they are coming back or not with the news of the Mandalorian content coming to the game. I don't see the child on a list of any characters that are coming. But at least something is coming. True that. Our incoming transmission segment changes, starting this week into interviews with interesting people in all gaming communities. And our first guest of this new direction will be I Blackish from Twitch and how he stays positive in a content creator's world. Uh, by the way, happy sweet 16 to my daughter. Go ahead, go ahead, gush about her. Okay, I just want to say I love you, love you loads. I hope you're listening. You better be in the chat. Why don't we send all the donations from today's show and throughout the week when people can catch up later over to her? Oh, that's a lovely idea. Why didn't I think of that? Well... You did, I just had to write it into the script somehow. Okay, uh, we talk about what happens behind the scenes as we prepare each week's show in this week's Patreon's Choice. And for our viewing audience, get ready for this new look. All this and breaking news as and if it happens. Right here on the Escape Pod Cast. The Escape Pod Cast News. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Escape Podcast. I'm your host, Neil Andrew, and as always, joined by my hetero life partner, Paul Anthony. Paul, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm hanging in there, Neil. It's uh, it's definitely good to be in season three. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the new look of the Escape Podcast. Oh, isn't it all pretty? Look at it all. <laughs> look what we've got down below. We, we have a little ticker. A little, a little crawl, a little Chiron, a mm-hmm. little lower third, which we so, have been um, practicing with for days. Literally, we've been practicing with it that that Chiron all week, <laughs> and I've been scouring the internet for interesting bits of news to put in said Chiron. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be testing you all in the after show. <laughs> See who's paying attention. <laughs> all right, before we begin, um. 
Uh, Neil, do you wanted me to? You you said you wanted me to take a few moments because you had something to say to our listening yes uh, audience and viewing audience. Yes, I have something uh, to say to our listening. To yes, I have something to say to our listening and viewing audience. So it's it's that important. I wrote it down. Okay, so <clears throat> last week during the second segment of the Escape Pod cast, I let my emotions get the better of me. CGEA put into the game I love and play every day packs that I don't think they should have put in the game. During my criticism of these packs, I lost my cool, calm and calculating head and did something I'm not proud of. I completely lost it and went off at CGEA in what can only be described as a profanity-laden tirade that, while understandable, is not acceptable. Um, it's not acceptable because that's not what the Escape Pod cast is all about. We're all about news and punditry regarding the game, so we should always maintain a level of decorum that fits with a family-friendly news and punditry show. Uh, my language was not acceptable during last week's show, and for that I would like to sincerely apologise to you, the listeners, and the viewers. We're supposed to be safe for work, uh, we're a family-friendly podcast, and I crossed the line last week. Uh, it is something that I will ensure doesn't happen again. Swearing is never the answer or correct response to anything, and I will return to my usual calm and critical self for all future broadcasts. Thank you. All right. And to verify, Neil, I did not make you do that. No, no, he didn't. He did not make me do it. Um, uh, he, uh, he, he, we, we had a conversation and I said, oh, I, <laughs> I've already written apology. <laughs> I'd already written. So he came through with, um, uh, just wondered about last week and I went, oh, don't worry. I've already written an apology. So You're forgiven. Hellenics has forgiven me. There we go. All is well in the world. There we go. Uh, JJ Manners in the chat says that all donations today will go towards purchasing me a comb. This is my corn cut. All right. It's my quarantine cut. But no, um, as you heard in the beginning, all donations today um, that are that are made to the show will be sent overseas to the UK to Neil's daughter for her 16th birthday. So anything that comes in and anything that comes in during the week while you guys are listening to this uh, to this podcast on your own time, if you make a donation by clicking the links below or whatnot um sadly we don't have super chat but all those anything that shows up back there goes over to megan for her sweet yeah. 16 and she is listening she is watching and she is listening she just hasn't said anything in chat i wish you'd say just say hello in chat sweetheart that's all you need to do just let everybody know that you're there Junior she's does just where she's just message she's just messaging me on my phone or messenger. It's like I'm watching, I hear you. <laughs> uh Junior Darth is saying where to donate. Uh it's it's down there in the description of this video, but I will go and get one for you. I there she is. There she is, Megan Air. There's the apple of my eye. The jewel in my crown, my eldest daughter. She's a She's a young lady now. Yeah, so I'm really quick. Pause. Okay, there we go. I'm getting the link for you, and I'm putting it in the chat. I'm putting it in the chat. Copy link address. 
There you go. Jeez, that is not what I want to do. <laughs> oh, man. Neil, take over for just a second. Okay, I'll take over. So, oh, uh, so, yes, I, I, I don't, here, here's the thing. I, I understand that the, the easiest way to explain why I felt I needed to apologize is if you've watched any of the Talking Picard episodes that me and Paul and Thaddeus have done on the weekends. I mean, there was 10 episodes, 10 Talking Picards. One of the things that really, really, really bugged me and it made me despise the new Star Trek Picard, which is why I will just refer to it as Picard, is the swearing. There was swearing in it. And when I'm watching Star Trek, I don't expect to hear profanity. So when we were watching that episode. I can't remember what episode it was. I don't know if it was two. It was two. Or, it was two. It was, it was the episode two. Episode. When I heard that admiral go, you know, pure effing, effing hubris. hubris. It it just it distra- it just completely ripped me out. And every time I heard swearing in an episode, it just completely ripped me out. It 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 just did not belong there. So yes, I've got heated before, and I have let the odd swear word. Um, or I have used the odd piece of profanity. I, I mean, that second segment, I just completely and utterly lost it. You know, I was, um, uh, I, I, I wasn't my normal self. I really, really wasn't. So that is why I felt, I, I knew I had to apologize. Um, uh, I, I think, uh, what was it? It was Tuesday or something. It was Monday or Tuesday. I started Monday or Tuesday. I wrote the apology um, because I, I went off on one again when I did Jedi Academy on Saturday morning. It was still, you know, the, the packs infuriated me that much. So, yeah. So, uh, uh, if I'm going to complain um, and air legitimate grievances about profanity being in one of my favorite franchises, like Star Trek, then I need to hold myself to the same standard. You know, we are supposed to be a family-friendly news and punditry show family friendly being the operative word and i was not family friendly hence why i needed to apologize so have you done what well, needed to be done mature before? mature family friendly mature i would family say because yes. I, I still think pg-13 is where we go yeah, pg-13 is fine because then we can drop up you know every 30 minutes or an hour we can you know say so- something can slip out we don't need to worry about it as much so, okay so all donations come on so, I, I will do anything for you my, you know my sis my 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 16 year old daughter's birthday means the world to me and uh you know if you want me to do something silly okay or say hey, something hang on. you just said anything mm-hmm. anything within reason right. of course okay well of course of course within within good taste of youtube yes, good reason taste. so PG-13 guys i'm gonna say reason. this i'm gonna propose this to you neil if we hit $80, will you let your hair down? Yes, of course I would. I would do anything for my... I, literally, I would do anything for my door. All right. So if we hit $80, which is approximately $100 uh, UK, we will have Neil put his hair down if we hit it during the show. Yes, I will, I will put my hair down. I there will we go. I will my hair down. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so on with the show. Um, now, at, now, on with the show. After you... Um, you know you have apologized here mm-hmm. let's let's revisit the whole thing though these packs that they put out with the mods were atrocious i'm they going were. to agree with you on disgusting that. yes absolutely um and we still say you know as as much as it would sting for them to do we still call and we know it's probably not going to happen 
but we call for it as a as somebody watching out for the community, we call for them to still take these packs down. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt, you so, know that that's what that that is what that, that is why we are here. That is one of our thing. You know, when 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 news and pundit punditry, if 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 that that would be like uh, um, the the sports center team, you know, not having a pop <laughs> at a football stadium that's just put you know a two hundred percent increase on all of the you know uh, uh, sweets and chips and beer in the stadium. If the commentary team didn't say, "Oh, did you hear what? Did you hear what so and so at the at the at the other stadium did?" They put their prices up, you know, so their fans have to pay <laughs> three times as much for some nachos. All and right. bit. So yeah, and that's what they've done. All right. So let let's talk about the good old days, and hopefully this doesn't break what you did on your screen. Okay. Let's talk about the good old days, because I just admitted. Oh, it's it's going T shaped for me. I don't know if it's wide for you. Um, okay, I can stretch this out. That's not a problem. You can, you can stretch up. Schnarman just uh, donated $5, so we are at 75 to go. So right now, uh, while Neil is uh, Neil is adjusting that, I, I don't think you're going to be coming on, uh, coming on audio with us, are you, Scotty? Or video? I can do video if you want me to. I would love for you to do video because we're we have a video portion. <laughs> okay, all right. Give me a sec. I'll be back. Oh, wait up. Maybe I can do this. Yeah, you hey! can. Hey! There we go. That's better. Hello, guys. We're, we're we're an audio visual show now, Scotty. Yeah, well, I can understand that absolutely. How's you know, when you've got someone when you've got someone with you know silky smooth looks like this, it kind of makes sense. Oh, I don't know about that, man. It's the voice that gets me. Hey? Yeah, I know. The, the, it's, it's exactly the same for me to you, mate. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we have rescued him off of the surface of Kashyyyk. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Escape Podcast, the Tonsils of Tamworth, Scotty McLaren. Good evening, good evening, good evening, and uh, hello everybody. It's daytime here in Australia. It's uh, quite nice, actually, I've uh, got to say. Uh, look, it was nice to see that uh, my escape pod actually landed back in Australia as well, Paul. I don't know how you and Heinze managed to work that, but anyway, here I am. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, by the way, thank you to... Uh, um, uh, run DMV stuffing ten dollars into the pod, so we're sixty five away from Neil letting his hair down. Um, yeah, let's but, get it uh, up, Scotty. I I wanted to bring you on because w at the time that you left, I consider that to be the good old days of Swaga. Well, just just I mean, just previous to that, the days of Bastila, both fallen and regular. The day. The galaxy, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm going to throw this to you first, Scotty, and then, Neil, I want you to weigh in on it. Um, the whole, I miss the galaxy of marquees. We complained about it then, but we didn't complain about that. But the community was complaining about it then. But those were mm. honestly the days that I'd like to go back to, something to work forward to, something for people to do. 
Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. And in fact, you know, it's funny that, um, you know, people have been bagging out the art department of late. You know, last night I just decided to go back and replay those Revan uh, galactic things that happened. What, what were they? I can't even remember what they're called. Like, you know, the Darth Revan and the Jedi Revan events to try and unlock them. Remember when we did those ages ago? Man, the art department. I remember when we covered how to do it. Mm, yeah, no, the, the, yep. the legendary event for both the Revans was, was awesome. The story it in it yeah. was brilliant. No one's talking about that. Everyone talks about the CLS event and the Jedi Ray event, but those Revan events were just sensational. Mm -hmm. You know, that was so well done. Uh, absolutely well done. Even the Padme event was well done. <clears throat> and then we get, what, slapped in the face with Galactic Legends? Um, and we all know how bad that looks as well. So... You know, those were the days of good swagger, I reckon. Yeah, you're right, Paul, it was. I mean, Relics came into the game and basically it's been a downhill spiral ever since then. Yeah. A, a lot Although, of people I mean, say... I, I, that's why I think this Mandalorian thing that's coming out is it's, it's them trying... It, it's, it's like giving, it's, it's giving us what we want, like, way, way, way after we've asked for it because obviously this is stuff that we were asking for last year around about well, October, September time. And it, it's like, we've been asking and we've been asking and we've been asking and we've been complaining about everything else that they've brought in between. And now all of a sudden, it's like, well, we're going to bring you some new characters and there might be this and there might be that. And it's that kind of good speculation again, because we know that we're going to get some content. We Sorry, we're going to get characters we want. I started to think where this game would have ended up, um, you know, today had cg have come out and said you know oh and we're going to introduce the next galactic legend and it's going to be boba frick you know like something like that like i would have hey, I, hey! I, yeah. <laughs> I would have i would have shuddered to think of you know if that or you know it's jar jar binks the next galactic legend and you've got a relic seven all of your galactic republic characters or something like that or you've got a relic at seven your jawas you know, I just think that something like that uh, would be absolutely horrible, uh, and I think that that would have been the death of the game completely. Okay, um, breaking news just now. Breaking news, Tier 6 of Supreme Leader Kylo Ren's event. Um, they've been watching the data on Galactic Legends, and they observed that people were struggling with completing Tier 6. So they added a following hint to the tier, Increase Supreme Leader Kylo Ren's mastery in order to overwhelm his opponents. The granted ability that's an order can be used to provide him with additional turns that prevent him from being defeated for a short time. The reason they added that is because most players are using squads with the right amount of power, but possibly a weaker combination of characters than they originally expected. I worry about what they expected. Uh, they suggest experimenting with team compositions that could funnel Kylo extra turns and protect him while he, while he ramps up mastery. Funnel Kylo extra turns. That, to me, sounds like foo. Everything yeah. that you just said sounded like you were talking in a foreign language. <laughs> just, because it's Galactic <laughs> Legends Kylo. And I don't care. I know that yeah. there's a tiny percentage of people out there that care, that really really do care about this and um to you guys i say bully for you but they, they made an event that you know we, we all know that it was an event that 99 percent of the community could not participate in so 99 percent of the community don't care and one percent do um 
Well, I'm and they can't even get it right for the one percent. Now I'm I'm actually still getting there. I'm I'm totally I, I I I'm sorry. I don't give a crap about Galactic Legend uh, Ray. I'm going after Kylo because I enjoy Kylo. I've I've said that before. Um, I don't give a crap about Galactic Legend Ray, and I'm skipping her. I don't care about something that they put out for the one percent. Was that? Thank you, Beacoops. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, so we are now 55 away from you letting your hair down. Yep, 55 <laughs> away. Uh, I don't know, boys. I mean, like, you know, if you ask me, I think that, um, you know, like you have a look at my arena shard right now. I mean, the whole top 30 of my arena is just absolutely loaded with Kylo and Ray right now. I'd say that probably 80% of those 30 uh, players have got Ray. The other, uh, the rest of them are Kylo, uh, Galactic Legends. You know, like, seriously, for mine, I hate the fact that, you know, and I know it's been covered before, but I'm not a fan of the event that, you know, you've got a Relic 7 and Relic 5 characters that you're not even going to use for the event. And the fact that you've got ships involved in the event as well that you're not even going to use, that really, really frustrates me. Um, to no end. Uh, I just think okay. that you're, you're right. Ten percent, not even ten percent of the community pool. I mean, like it's probably around about two or three percent that have got the Galactic Legends right now. Or so, or okay. So Scotty, um, you know, it, it's not the whole thing. Isn't really the um, it, it's not honestly people saying. You know, I'm not able to do it with these characters, or these characters aren't required. CG basically put up a little post, like at the amusement park, and said, you must be this tall to ride. And that's mm. what it's for. They made something for the whales. And the free, and they also made something for the free-to-play focused community. But they made something for the whales. And what okay. did they make play focused community since last year? Well, I mean, we know that they did Malik, but if there were people that really loved Kylo Ren, nope. uh, Poppy, Poppy, uh, Poppy saying happy birthday, love. Megan, with another ten uh, five dollars, so now we're at fifty away. I think no, yeah, less than right, that. yeah, less than that. I'll ch I'll check it during the break. Um, all right, guys. So, um, it it, it really. If you really liked First Order and you focused on First Order, all you really have to do is go after Veteran Han and Empire and uh, and uh, Emperor Palpatine. So it Slacker was a full, you know, if you were focused enough, yeah, you got, you were able to go after him. But still, you must be this tall to ride, just comes in the, just is constantly we're reminded of it when it comes to the Galactic Legends. Now, nah, look, I'm going to throw this out there, and this is this is a little bit of shade. I'm sorry, guys, but this is the way it is. You know, I think there needs to be a bit of a, you know, look, COVID-19, it's been a horrible thing right across the globe. Let's be honest. But I'll be honest about something here at CG, 
ever since CG Carry left, and that was pretty much when I left as well, the game. I mean, as you know, Paul, you know that quite well. I mean, Relics came into the game and that pretty much was the end of it for me. And then I just saw paywall after paywall after paywall after paywall continue to happen in this game. I'm going to be honest. Last time that CG Top Hat was involved as the leader of Capital Games, when he was in charge last time, if you recall, there was around about that six-month lag period there where he didn't do anything. Nothing happened in the game. We were in that same position for six months, and then Carrie came in, and then all of a sudden things happened. We got a new Sith raid. We got things happening. Things were good. He's back in charge again. We've seen probably one of the worst events that's ever happened in the game, of, mm -hmm. uh, of course, in the Galactic <laughs> Legend. And he's back in charge again. It's been slow, nothing happening. I mean, they've said, oh, look, Mandalorian characters are coming. We probably won't see those until June, guys. I mean, they didn't even have, they've only got Cara Dune ready to go on a, um, in terms of the animation. Don't forget they had the, the balls up, Scotty, on, um, don't forget the balls up on uh, light side GATB. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's that as well. I mean, and Kiati Mundi was supposed to be the hero. Well, he's not. He's just like another, uh, Hoth he's not like another uh, Rolo, really, um, in terms of what he does. You know, it's, it's time for CG to clean house, I think. It's time to just say, look, Top Hat Man, you've done a great job. Adios, man. Time to make you work on something else at EA. You know, it's just yeah, I'm, gotten I'm not. I'm not the same way. I'm not the same way. I think, you know, normally we would get these sort of uh, posts from uh, Crumb, but we got it from Top Hat this time. We got the State of the Galaxy from Top Hat saying that we're getting Mandalorian. And remember, next week we have a gap in the schedule. Yeah, um, it may have been Top Hat that made the post about the Mandalorian and talking about the um, the road ahead coming next month. But if you go all the way to the bottom of the post, it says updated by Crumb. So Top Hat may have wrote that, but Crumb was watching over his shoulder and doing the yep. editing for that post. Yep. It wasn't 100%. Top, Top Hat wrote it. It was edited by Crumb, though. So Top Hat, yeah, sure, by all means, you know, it's got Top Hat's name at the top of it. But any mistakes, any errors, anything missed, anything forgotten will have been changed and added by Crumb, because it was it, it was his name at the bottom of the post, edited a few hours later. Exactly, man. Exactly. I mean, Crumb's a Crumb's a great dude, man. I mean, like he's got to stay where he is. I mean, I want to see Crumb be better utilized in terms of what he does. I want to see the puzzles come back, man. Mm. I mean, that I, was, I, I, I would. That I, I'd love. I mean, we want to see the puzzles come. I actually think that those two. Um, I think that those two titles are part of. An you know some elaborate puzzle. Um, I really, really do think that those two titles, the um, the 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 Red Five title and the Trench title that came in that update, which got everybody thinking, maybe you know that the, there's there's a pit, there's a there's a <laughs> there's a Death Star raid coming because they've already created two titles that you can get as a result of that. And I just think that that's like the first piece of a puzzle. Well, I think that they were left in there by Crumb. It's like breadcrumbs. It's not quite a full puzzle, but it's a breadcrumb. Yeah. No, th those agreed. titles were through GAC for completing certain feats. That's what it was. Yeah, but it was. Uh, I agree with Neil. I mean, it's it's. 100%. There's no. There's no red five. Red five does not yeah. exist. 
You Not still yet. get it for doing a feat, though. It, it's it's odd, and yeah. that's why I say that's why I think it's some kind of like uh, you know uh, 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 SB crumb. It's a crumb breadcrumb. Literally, you know, it's a breadcrumb. Was... It's an SB crumb, not a breadcrumb, but an SB crumb. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, go, what, go guys, ahead, Scotty. A couple of months ago, I actually also sent an email to Crumb and uh, said to him, "Look, man, these are all the cool things that are happening uh, in the Star Wars galaxy over the next couple of years. I'm not asking for anything in return. I just thought I'd just show you guys the dates and everything, you know. And I find it quite interesting that he's uh, plucked out." Out of the air, the 40th anniversary of Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. Now, I wonder if CG would have known that if I hadn't have told them about that in December last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure they would have because StarWars.com, who happens to be direct, who happens to, you know, it looks like they're dictating everything that comes to the game lately, um, would have reminded them. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, that's true. But, you know, having said that, that's got to be where the Red Five comes into the game. We're going to see that. And that's probably where the Death Star Raid's going to come into it as well. It's It's got to. Um, you know, as far as the game... But, you know, here's the thing, though. And I shudder to think what this Death Star Raid's going to look like. I mean, do you have to have all Relic 7 characters to go through this? Um, is it going to be... You need to be this high to ride the train? <laughs> well, I, I'm let's uh, let's speculate that on the other side of this break, Scotty. You're, you you remember these things? We have commercials. Uh, let's uh-huh. speculate. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> let's speculate about that on the other side of this break, right here on the Escape Pod Cast. The Escape Pod Cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaiah's will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaiah's has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans and more. Contact Micaiah's today on Discord at all lowercase Micaiah's number 0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S number 0127 or at micaiahsmods at gmail.com. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Pod cast. Did you know that if you signed up to become a Patreon, you could get tons of rewards? Force Ghost Scotty could do a roster review for you. Neil Andrew Air could share Grand Arena tactics. Or Paul could even help you get maximum stars in Geonosis Territory Battle. Ah, and you even get access into the after show. Sound good? Sign up to be a Patreon today. For as little as $2 a month, you could unlock a ton of potential content and also get closer to the hosts. Head to patreon.com backslash the escape pod to sign up. Hello friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy and I approve this message and am compensated for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is at your fingertips and the Escape Pod Castaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel anytime, and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Pod Castaways. 
all for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply. Hey there, Padawans. Lego Llama here. I interrupt this regularly scheduled break to give you a quick vocab lesson. First, I must let you know that Paul, the Zed, and the Llama are big affles. That stands for adult fan of Lego, by the way. And we, along with Neil, are playing Lego Legacy Heroes Unboxed. Not only are they playing it, but Neil and Paul have been releasing a Lego Legacy version of the Escape Pod cast every week on their YouTube channel. Visit the channel for more information. Neil knew it. He is surrounded by affholes. See you on the web. The Escape Pod cast. And welcome back to the show. It's segment two. Scotty's here. Paul's here. How awesome is this? Guys, you must be loving this. Come on, I'm loving this. I, I am absolutely loving this. You are correct. Oh, man, it's always good fun to be back on the show. Um, you know, I love being back here. It's so much fun. And shout out to everyone in the community that's uh, here watching the show with us as well, which is always good fun. G'day to Biscuit Weasel and also Hellenix, my boy. It's good to see you guys in here. And uh, also Betty as well. I saw she was here. Savage Diva's here, my girl. Uh, yes. So many cool people here uh, hanging out with us here over on YouTube as well. But, guys, you know, I want to speculate if I can, uh, you know, on this Death Star raid. I mean, everyone's talking about it. Please do. Please do. Everyone's talking about it. You know, Red 5, that's got to come to the game. As Neil spoke about before, it was the breadcrumbs of what's coming to the game. 100%. Red 5's got to come to the game. And at the end of this quarter, or perhaps even at the end of this year, do you guys think that seeing as we'll get Red 5, do you think that we'll see Jedi Luke? No, no, no. If we get Red 5, it's got to be, it's got to be um, orange and white jumpsuit Luke. So that we can oh, get, yeah. so that we can get Rogue, so that we can get Red Squadron back together. Because the, 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 if they bring out Red Five, it'll go with Wedge and it'll go with Biggs. And oh my God, how awesome would it be to have those three in and some synchronicity amongst them? So, oh, uh, and the by buddy, the way, Doctor, nobody, uh, yeah. Doctor Feelgood just checked in five dollars oh, via Patreon. Thank you very much, Doctor Feelgood. Patreon. So we are at forty-five to go for you to let your hair down. I mean, I let my hair down. Yes. But uh, yeah, I, I know a lot of people, uh, you know, obviously for, for the last couple of years, well, since the beginning of the game, we've been, you know, ever since CLS, we've been hung up on when are we going to get Jedi Knight Luke? Um, and now that we're talking about the Death Star raid, um, I'm, I'm more inclined to think Red 5 and Jumpsuit Luke would be would be better. Um, because they're bringing out all these capital ships and they're bringing out all, you know, we've got the separatists now. We've got a resistance faction now. We've got the First Order faction. Um, we've got the negotiator for Galactic Republic and it's kind of swamped that MILF meta that was with Akbar. And I just think that, you know, they could really, really work in an awesome Red 5 ship with a jumpsuit, you know, with, with the orange and white jumpsuit Luke starting three of Wedge, Biggs and Luke Skywalker with the MILF coming in as a reinforcement. I just think that, that something like that would be totally, <laughs> totally awesome. I'm, I'm willing to not have a Jedi Knight Luke in the game for at least another two years if they bring in um, if they bring in Red 5 Luke, because Red 5 Luke would be awesome, and then they can re-tag Wedge and Biggs as, um, yeah. as Red's... Uh, they were two and three, weren't they? They were. Yeah, two, and, two three? and three. I mean, somebody yep. correct me in chat if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Wedge and Biggs were two and three. 
Yeah, but then on top of that as well, I mean, like, you know, then you've actually got the danger zone back together. Yeah. You know, it, how awesome would that be? It would I mean, be you've so got the, cool. It would be so, I mean. Kenny Loggins song going in the background as you go in the fight. Fantastic, oh, man. That's the way yes. it would be. I mean, I've started playing that music. I've, I'm play, I've been playing that music during my Twitch, uh, during my GAC Twitch streams. Whenever I've got an entire scene for just when I go into ships, and it's not the old Ben tie fight. It's just the two minute bit. It's so the whole thing is like four and a half minutes. But I've cut the first two and a half minutes so that it's just the ships. And when we upload it onto YouTube, it still has a copyright claim on it, even though it's half the <laughs> song. So, by the way. Um... Uh, pe- people or Hellenics says that he still wants Porkins. And remember, Scotty, Carrie told us Porkins is not dead anymore. No, he's not. And Carrie also told us at this time last year, if I remember, that we were going to see Hondo. Where is he? We're supposed to be. We're supposed to be getting pirates this year. Oh, here you go. Here you go. There's Hondo. We're supposed there to be is. getting pirates this year. Um, I, I think I think that uh, if they're going to give us the Mandalorian, I think they might give us some pirates with a Mandalorian. That'd be nice if they give us some pirates with a Mandalorian. Oh, what if we get Hondo live action in Mandalorian season two, and then we get a Hondo? Well, so, oh, oh, we've got- holy! Junior Drop the Darth. hair, Neil. Forty-five dollars. Oh my from- God! Wow, thank you, Junior <laughs> Darth. Megan, <laughs> Megan, you need to be saying th- thank you for that. <laughs> Very nice birthday present. Then. Wow! Run okay, DMV. I have to let my hair down, don't I? <laughs> Run DMV just donated forty five dollars, so therefore Neil will drop his hair. Let's talk, Scotty, while Neil has to deal with this. Yeah. Um. You know, we we are. I would love to see a a live action Hondo because we're getting live action Ahsoka, right? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm still a little bit, you know, look, I'm happy with the casting of Ahsoka, by the way. But, you know, in saying that, I feel a bit sorry for Ashley Eckstein. I would have loved to have seen her get given the opportunity to do it live action. Wouldn't you? Well, the Hando, uh, the, that might, might, might oh, I, I, do have, that. I do have a theory about Hando. It's Ashley Eckstein joining us on the chat. Hello, Ashley. <laughs> Come in, Ahsoka. <laughs> I do. I do have a theory. I do have a theory on on regarding regarding Hando and and regarding that. Um, you remember the episode, the Gunslinger. Yes. At the end, we see somebody standing over the um the body of the Mark, don't we? Mm. What if that was we Hando? do. Well, that's got to be that's got to be uh, Grinzy, mate. It's got to be Grinzy. I mean, we, we, uh, everybody's like, oh, it's Bobber. Oh, it's Cad Bane. You know, it's another bounty hunter. What if that is nah, Hanzo? Gridzy. It's, it's Gridzy. And uh, shout out to Gridan as well. He's going to be joining Heinzy a bit later. Uh, yeah, it's Gridzy. He's got no, the, da- if, he's if, got if, the if dark saber. Gridzy, they wouldn't have shown the feet. They would have just shown the forehead and the hair. <laughs> <laughs> so that they could have kept the mystery as to who it was. It was I Rocky actually- I it think that it was up. not Rocky. <laughs> I I do think that it was. Um, oh, what's his name? What what was the Imperial? Uh, the Imperial? The Moth Moth Gideon? I think it was Moth Gideon. Yeah, Gridzy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, the, it's the right. amount of people that don't know. Um, it's it's the people that don't know about the Black Saber. You know, people that watch that but don't know about the Black Saber. 
Hey, just... well, I've got to say something too to Cubs fan Han as well, if you'll indulge me for one second. He did this uh, video uh, with Gridzy. Uh, and he did this video with Gridzy the other day, and it was talking about like you know the top ten things they want to see come to the game with hmm. the Mandalorian, and they go, oh, you know, wouldn't it be awesome if um, if if you know Gridzy? I'm going to call him Gridzy because that's his name. Let's be honest. Uh, from now on, it's Gridzy. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't it be awesome if he came with the dark saber? And how cool would that be if the dark saber was in the game? Hello, Sabine has the dark saber in the it. game already. Yeah. She's already, already got the there. Dark saber. Exactly. I just want to know how the hell they got it. You know, that's why. I can't, that's mm. why I'm really looking forward to season two. It's, it's, it's it, when he cut his way out of that ship. Because uh, as, as soon as I saw it poke through, I'm like, oh my god, he's what the? Yeah. I'm like, just, I'm, I'm like, it was like pff, mind blown. I'm like, <laughs> all right, how did he get it? When did he get it? You know, because obviously he'd worked on Mandalore, but you know he he was just you know he was just a um, you know a lowly officer. How's a small, tiny, insignificant officer like him during the purge get his hands on that sword? You know, so there's a huge backstory there that I can't wait to hear. That the only way, the only thing I can think of is he's he's an extremely wealthy, lowly officer. You know, comes from you know you know a big money family maybe, and that's why. You know, he's a collector. Maybe he purchased it. Um, and and I, I, I'd like to see like a load of bunch of others. Because I mean, that personalized Tie Fighter that he had was awesome. I mean, that's not in canon. That's a first time. So he's got enough money to be able to make modifications to Tie Fighters like that. Why not just have a, a Tie Advanced? <laughs> you know, <laughs> his, his Tie Fighter had ground effects. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we, we've got to get we've got to get Moff Gideon in the game at some stage, or Gridzy, as I like to call him, or uh, Gus from Better Call Saul. Um, that'd be nice uh, to see him come to the game. You know, I'd, I'd like to see them throw in IG Eleven as well. I think that'd be great. But you know, we've got to have. Uh, is it Cult? The is that the name of him? The the Ugnaught Quill. That Quill. Quill. It's Quill. Well, yeah. IG Eleven got- and Quill should get the skins of Ugnor and IG-86. IG-86 reskinned and reworked to be IG-11, and yep. the Ugnor reskinned and reworked to be Queel. Then they don't need to bring in new characters. Now, whether people True. have got them or not, they're completely and utterly irrelevant characters now, but by reskinning them and reworking them, which was a brilliant idea from Going Nerdy, Thad- Thad- I-, I first heard it from Thaddeus, um, I think that that would be great because we were just spit. But he liked my idea that we have the kid, sorry, Baby Yoda. They can call it the kid. It's still Baby Yoda. That my oh, idea is that Baby Yoda becomes summoned. So uh, um, the Mandalorian summons him for a heal and summons him for a force choke, and then he disappears so that there's no Baby Yoda getting hit or anything like that. So he's he's literally just there as a summon, like a, a okay. Game Boy Advanced. Then again, then again, there is that, there is that, sorry, Paul, there is that scene with the uh, stormtroopers uh, that are punching the hell out of Baby Scout trooper. Yoda. Scout yeah. trooper. Yeah, the scout, yeah, 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 there is the scout trooper scene, yeah. But, but the, so the, maybe the, we're going to get a, a scout trooper come to the game so that Cara Dune can take them out because she hates the Empire and that's <laughs> going to be like her comeuppance for ba- bashing the hell out of Baby Yoda. That would be hilarious. Well, I, I would <laughs> I would like to see, I would very much like to see some Empire characters. So, so the Scout Trooper, I'd like to see them bring the Scout Trooper in, but I'd also like to see them bring in 501st 
Stormtrooper. Oh, yeah. And 501st Flame Trooper. Because mm. I would very much like to see the game giving props to the 501st, who saved Lucasfilm's ass because they did not have sufficient enough costumes to do the scenes that Jon Favreau wanted. So they got fans in to do the scenes. So all those scenes in, sep- in 7 and 8, 501st through and through. And you can see it because it's, it's fans of all shapes and all sizes. And that was just awesome. And the fo- you know, well, uh, just that. So I, mean, I would like to see the 501st get some recognition and maybe throw a couple of Empire characters in there. A hundred percent. And, you know, look, I, I agree with you uh, on that as well. I mean, I think that would be fantastic. But, boys, I've got to ask. I mean, like, you know, we're getting to the end of the Clone Wars on telly as well. And uh, that all wraps up on May the 4th. And then we're getting a yeah. um, documentary about I have not watched. I have not watched yeah, no, no, this no, episode I haven't watched yet. the last don't episode. Spoil. Please don't no, say no, no, anything. I'm not, not going to say anything about <laughs> Mobile Gamer episode. nearly spoiled it for me earlier on. I was watching one of his vids no, and he I... just went spoiler alert and then started going into it. I'm like, get, the, get off my I'm, damn I'm phone. Not gonna, I'm not going to talk about the episode from last night, but I want to talk about like you know its relevance with the game right now. Mm-hmm. Two-part question here, boys. Do you think we'll finally get that Mace Windu rework at some stage and do you think they'll bring in the... <laughs> no. No, Mace Window and uh, uh, Mace Window will be a galactic re- galactic legend. Ooh, again with general with with uh, with general trace. So it's going to be um, that's that's what I think. That I, I, I because they they know they know the community wants a better Mace Window. Reworking Mace Window makes them nothing because most people have already got him gear twelve. Most people have already spent what they're going to spend on him. They make money with a Galactic Legend Mace Windu because more people would go for a Galactic Legend Mace Windu than a GL Ray or a GL Kylo Ren. And they just uh, make I it a really, make it the, it is Trace, isn't it? General Trace? The Spider General? Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll no, be, no, I Trench. Trench. Trench, not Trent. Trace. Yeah, Trench. Trent. I think he would be the, Trent, I think Trace he would be the, the, the other side. Trace is the terrible sister in, in Clone Wars season Yeah, yeah, Tra- yeah Trace is the terrible sister. Uh, I don't think I don't think that that's I don't think that's going to be Galactic Legend for Clone Wars content, boys. I really don't. I think we're going to get another Kenobi, and it'll be Darth Maul, robot legs Maul. Finally, mm. another Maul I mean, would be nice. Another Maul would be nice. Yeah, but another Kenobi. I mean, I, I, I'd ra- I'd rather have a, I'd rather have another Mace, a better Mace. <laughs> well, if that was the case, then it would be Mace Windu and Palpatine. Well, no, because Palpatine would be Palpatine. Uh, it's uh, when they do Galactic Legend Luke Skywalker and Galactic Legend opposite him. It's either going to be a Galactic Legend Vader or a Galactic Legend Palpatine. No, it'll be Vader. It's father and son. It has to be there. And you know what? Because like when in terms of Darth Maul and Kenobi, those two just fit like peas and carrots. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's got to be Robo Legs Maul. Um, and Kenobi, it has to be because those two just, yeah. I mean, the other way that you could probably look at it, I mean, I can't see Trench being in there against Mace Windu because let's face it, Windu and Trench don't really fight each other that much. Well, no, they so don't, don't fight don't each other at all, but they're generals. Generals don't tend to fight each other. That's not, yeah, but see, like, they're, 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 they're sitting at the back that. drinking wine, you know, <laughs> directing the battle. But with the Galactic Legends, though, they did state that it was going to be like Ray and Kylo, Vader and Luke, 
type scenarios. So therefore it would be Kenobi and Maul. It's always going to be a two. Yeah, it's always going to be a duo. They're always going to release Galactic Legends in twos. That's what they said. Yeah, in the post, dyad, yeah. if you will. <laughs> I mean, like, boys, I've got to say, too, that, you know, I'm still a little bit disappointed that we haven't seen, um, what's his name, Saw Guerra come to the game yet either. Um, you know, I think that that would be sensational to see that happen. I mean, like, there's a lot of characters that are out there that, that we've missed. And you know what? Bring on the marquees for the rest of the year. Just give us everything we want. Mm. I'd <laughs> like to see them do the mark. I mean, all of... <clears throat> All of the main Rogue One marquees came out before the movie. Yeah. We were given them <laughs> before the movie. Mm. We they were. Won't, and, and yet they won't do that now. I mean, they, they wouldn't even give us the, the bloody names of the, of the Galactic Legends until the movie was out. And then they still wouldn't give it to us afterwards. It's like, just, just give it, give it, give it, give us, give us some marquees, you know. Uh, Everything so, has what? to be after the fact now, not before. It's like, oh, we've got some new content coming up. Bosh, let's give you five new characters. Here's five new light side characters. Here's five new dark side characters. That would be great. I mean, five of each, five light side Mandalorian characters and five dark side Mandalorian characters, and then give us a legendary at the end of it, like a, a Thrawn event we had with the Phoenix, something like that would be awesome. And then we get his ship later on. You know, give, give us his ship like we like with the like we got his ship with the Mandalorian, you know, something along those lines. Like, we, sorry, with the the Millennium Falcon, because that was the, yeah. the MILF event was quite good. I mean, easy, but it was still fun. You know, I mean, very That's very thing, easy yeah. to get a five star MILF, but still a lot of fun, and you still got to do all the farming. So, I, I'd like to see something like that. All right, last word. On, last word on Mando itself. Mando will will summon a a baby. You uh a. Uh, the little egg pod and it won't be just you won't be able to destroy it just like you can't destroy the arc troopers uh um cannon all right so it's going to be the so he's going to be the baby it's going so it's not going to be baby yoda you know eating out of a bowl on the floor it's going to be baby yoda in his egg that's how he's yes. going to be summoned you think yes oh no that, make, that would make sense that would make sense. If yeah. CG was smart he would be his own character because everyone will wail on that trust me <laughs> yeah, so but they'll, they'll wear the, if, if if even even if they don't make his own character, if they make if they attach it as something that you get to summon, but you only get to summon him. Uh, you see that that they'll they'll make that the ult, you know, like the ultimate ability. Once you've maxed the relics on a character, that's what that's what the Mandalorian's ultimate the Mandalorian's ultimate ability will only be achievable. Once you've gear 13 and max relicked him, and then that ultimate ability will be to be able to summon Baby Yoda. That would definitely make people go absolutely to... You would see every single person just, right, that's it. Screw everything else. I want Baby Yoda. So everyone wails on the Mandalorian. So we, we, only, <laughs> well, we only got seven more minutes before the kangaroos uh, uh, lose feeling in their legs and cannot uh, hold up... Uh, <laughs> up that satellite dish for scotty anymore um so we got to be quick about this okay um and we didn't touch on on karga and we briefly touched on dune thoughts on karga being a bounty hunter support yeah 100 percent. yeah awesome love it i hope that they make his payouts pretty awesome too i mean 
I like the idea that Cubs fan Han came up with the other day with it's just in, like with the, um, you know, the little coin that goes up in the air and it shows like, you know, who the bounty is and it's got like the different character on it, like as to who you're going for. Oh, the bounty That'd be pucks. pretty awesome. Yeah, the bounty pucks. Yeah, that'd be awesome if it came up with that and it like, you know, shows if you're going up against Padme, Padme's face comes up on the bounty puck. Oh, yeah. That's that would hilarious. Be cool. Yeah. You know, that'd be so cool. I'd love to see that happen. I'd like to, you see, know? Him have a, I'd like to see him have a revive, a, a revive once as well. Because when the okay. when Mando shot him and he hit the, the, the best cop that he, that he was carrying in his pocket, you know, obviously the Mando thought he was dead and he wasn't because he hit the best car. So I'd like to see mm. Grief Karga have a, a one revive. That's it. So he gets revived, not with full protection and health, just gets revived with full health. Um, because obviously so his protection's gone. <laughs> they said they're experimenting with him interacting with payouts and as a leader for the squad. And uh, the very last words, which uh, kind of inspired that, we think he's going to help out a few more, uh, hand out a few more bounty pucks. <laughs> so it, it very well could. Now what? Um, and, and we're we're closing well, in um, on time here. Well, what did you just, guys if I could think? Interrupt for a sec, Paul. I just got to say, yeah. That if you have a look at the bounty hunter faction, all of them are leaders. Yes. They've all so got we're just getting another leader of a bounty hunter. He's a bounty hunter. All of them are leaders. Yeah, that is think a, about does it. have a valid point. Every bounty hunter has a leadership ability. So if he's a, if if the, the, he's going to have to get back, he's going to have to get either a scoundrel or a bounty hunter tag, definitely. Yeah, and and since he's the you know bounty hunters guild, um, yeah, he has to have the bounty hunter tag. <laughs> he has mm. to. If they don't give him the bounty hunter tag, we'll be like, um, excuse me, what program have you been watching? He's the leader of the bounty hunter guild on that planet. How does that not make him get the bounty hunter tag? So I'll be curious <laughs> to see if they get the tags right. Well, because he's not a bounty hunter, he doesn't go out and get the bounties himself. Doesn't matter. He dishes out the work to the bounty hunters. It's a guild, mm -hmm. the bounty hunters guild, and he's at the top of it. Okay. Then why doesn't Fulcrum have the Phoenix tag? Because they did, because they couldn't be bothered. She should have had a rebel no, tag. No, because that wasn't wasn't there an issue with that? Like you know, originally that it wasn't going to work. Like if they if she had the phoenix tag, then there was going to be issues, and it was going to cause problems with you know the arena or something. But it won't cause those problems now. I don't know. Like I don't even know why Fulcrum's still just sitting out there on her own. She should be in the. Um, she should be in with the Phoenix crew, and the same with Visas Ma. Should be in with the Jedi. In with the Jedi, yeah, definitely. Um, Cara Dune getting uh, the Rebel tag. Thoughts, Neil? Yeah, can't wait. She's going to be like an awesome tank. Uh, I, 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 it doesn't matter what characters. I will put everything on hold to farm these characters because I want them. I like this show. I'm invested in this show. I may be free to play, but I'm going to dump every single spare resource I've got into these rebels, into these characters from the Mandalorian, because I want them. You know, I'm going to play extra hard. I'm going to finish extra high in my division so I can get more crystals, so I can spend those <laughs> crystals on these characters. You know, and if I'm that keen on it, free to play, there are going to be 
whales and dolphins and minnows that want to spend money. You know, bring back the $20 pack that takes marquees from three to four stars. They are going to make a killing with oh, the 10. It's it's a $10, $10 pack. The $20 pack is the change. Yeah, the $10 the $10 pack, you know, that if they did if they did 10 marquee characters from the Mandalorian, that's 10 characters that I can see minnows and dolphins spending $10 on each to take the three-star marquee to a four-star. I did it with that was the start of it. Scotty, what you got on the rebel tag for uh, Kara? Well, I don't think that she fits a rebel tag, to be fair. She's not a rebel. Um, I, I don't feel because she's, she's not involved with Leia. She's not in, well, at least as far as we know. I, I don't think that she, she fits the, the bill of being a rebel, um, so to speak. I, I think that she's probably better in the scoundrel faction um she would be much better in there and where else she'd probably fit would probably be in the neutral tag she ain't a rebel she she definitely deserves a, a scoundrel tag as well i mean yeah she's i said got, that. She, she'll yeah. get rebel she'll get the rebel tag for her previous life but she should definitely get the scoundrel tag now because she is a scoundrel you know and I, yeah I think... she is a scoundrel but she was also but wasn't she an empire trooper as well but she only finished being an empire um being associated with the empire when the mandalorian was around so she'd like gone in exile so she wasn't even really a rebel she didn't fight for the rebel uh you know for the rebel empire at all no she did she fought for she fought for the uh, she fought for the new republic um she fought for the new republic after the war but like right. she said, she got sick of it because all they were doing were, was babysitting, you know, dignitaries and doing close protection. Prote and that's not what she was about. She was about, you know, uh, being part right. of a unit, yes. hunting yes. down moths, hunting down the Empire and killing them. And, and when it went to, a, yeah. you know, she was a wartime soldier that didn't like doing the peacetime thing. And, and you get that with soldiers. Some of them just want to be out there on the front lines killing bad guys. They don't want to be protecting some royal or some dignitary or some per vip some person of importance which but is why i question her being a rebel because she's she's not she doesn't want to fight for their cause all yeah, right but she was still part of the i mean may, maybe they'll come up with maybe they'll come up with a new republic tag i mean if if yeah. if what we hope the mandalorian goes into double digit seasons we're gonna see some new republic stuff kicking in and when when that when those new republic characters kick in Hopefully we'll see a new Republic. Um, we'll, we'll see a new Republic tag, and they'll bring back in some of the old canon. Paul, what are your thoughts on the two, mate? So as far as uh, as far as grief Karga uh, with the bounty hunters, uh, somebody said it in chat. Uh, I wish I it, it scrolled by too fast, uh, but a light side uh, bounty hunter is going to be interesting, um, especially her. Uh, um, Especially if the bounty hunter or or if his light side and he gets his own payout interacts with um, Galactic Legend Ray. As far as Cara Dune getting the rebel tag, I'm interested to see. She's probably going to uh, go into a CLS team mm -hmm. and be very, very powerful in that and bring CLS back to the paper, rock, scissors possibly against galactic legends if you invest enough in them those are my thoughts mm. uh but oh, scotty just, just a quick uh, one we, it's not just my daughter's birthday today it is cara dune's birthday today or should i say gina carano ah 
There we go. It's her birthday today as well, so happy birthday, Cara Dune. You're hot. <laughs> um, Scotty, it was an absolute pleasure to see you back. Um, so just so you guys know, we're hoping that this can be a regular occurrence. Um, Scotty will be mentioned in... Uh, Scotty will... He won't be in the intro, but he will be on the, on the uh, splash screens. He will be... Uh, he will be making his appearance as much as he can. Um, he has a volatile schedule that may not lend to every single week, but we are very, very proud to have Scotty McLaren back on the Escape Podcast. Thank you so much for uh, for taking some time for us, Scotty. Oh, man, no problems. And I'll see you all later on today with Heinze as we catch up with the man with the hair grids. And uh, also, I just got to say um, a big shout out, man, if you'll uh, indulge me for a moment. Mate Clash, mate, Clash DOE, man, he is bringing it on YouTube. Guys, go over there and like and subscribe. Same with Joe Normus, man. He's an Aussie uh, content creator. Absolute legend. Love some of the work that he's been doing lately as well. And if you haven't liked and subscribed as well to uh, Hellenix, what are you doing? Go over there and say g'day <laughs> to him. And uh, a big g'day to Buzzsaw too, man. It's always good to see you. And also Betty and JJ. Love yous all. See you next time. All right. Hang tight, Scotty. Don't go anywhere. Let us finish out and throw, go to break. Coming up after this break, we start our new incoming transmission series where we talk to people that we find interesting in all gaming communities overall, right here on the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Hey there, Escape Padawans. Everyone's favorite llama here to remind you that the Escape Pod cast is on social media. That's right. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. So give us a like, give us a follow, and stay up to date on all things in-game and in the Escape Pod. Our account links are down in the description or on our Discord server in the show links channel. See you on the net! Heinze from the ANZGC is officially a member of the Escape Pod Castaways. Make sure you go and search for Heinze on YouTube today because he live streams a lot of his GAC content. And not only does he do that, he also does some pretty fun videos from time to time, including a behind the screen and also streaming Jedi Fallen Order. Ah, and from time to time, this idiot might drop by. Head on over and check out Heinze today on YouTube, a part of the Escape Pod Castaways now. Network. The Escape Pod, cast for kids. It's really cool. Hello, Escape Padawans, and welcome back to Storytime with the Llama in the Escape Pod, cast for kids. This week, we're taking a little bit of a break from early game content and focusing on a little bit of end game content. We are doing the Jawa faction. Now, the Jawas have five different characters. Dathcha, who's available on Light Side, Hard Node 3B and 3F, as well as in the Galactic War Store. Chief Nebit, who's available in the Squad Arena Store. Jawa Scavenger in the Cantina Store. Jawa Engineer in the Guild Store. And Just Plain Jawa, available on Cantina Node 2D, Light Side, Hard Node 6B, and Dark Side, Hard Node 4F. Now, this faction also has two leaders, Dafja, 
who grants an 80% chance to inflict defense down for three turns and a 25% chance to remove 25% turn meter on droid enemies. He's a less used leader, but because his leadership abilities grant increased chances against droid allies, he's really good for a general grievous counter with a whole droid team. Now, Chief Nebit, his leadership ability grants Jawa and droid allies to gain 30% critical chance, and they also inflict critical chance down for three turns on all critical hits. And this makes him the preferred leader because you increase your chance to critically hit and then have that ability to inflict critical chance down for three turns when you critically hit. Now, like I mentioned before, they are definitely a late game farm. The Jawas, there's a lot of love for them in the community, but there are just too many priorities for newer to mid game players that kind of puts the Jawas on the back burner. Although I will say that a big benefit to the Jawas is they don't actually have any Zeta abilities. So you can save yourself a Zeta when you are ready to gear this team up. Now they are a hard counter for Geonosians. I got called out right away after last week because I didn't mention the Jawas as a hard counter for bugs. I didn't do that because a lot of people just don't have them. So they are a very good hard counter for bugs. The Doth lead, like I said, is a good counter for General Grievous because the defense down and the turn mini reduction. They're also a soft counter for a weak clones team. They can be used in phase four of the heroic Sith raid against Treya, um, and this is going to be just against Treya, so once Nihilus is gone, once Cyan is gone, you can use the Jawas against Treya. They can be used for combat missions in Hoth TB. I wouldn't recommend using them in Geonosian TB, but uh, they're really great in Hoth TB just because it's a little bit easier. So this faction was requested very heavily by one of our Padawans, Junior Darth. He is the guy, if you're on the escape pod, cast server. He's the one that always posts the cat memes uh, and cat gifts all the time. And I really, really encourage you guys to reach out to me with your suggestions for factions. There's a lot of people who have favorite factions and they love them and they're really passionate about them. And I drop me a comment down below or go to our Discord server and send me a message. I really want to hear what factions you guys want me to cover. That's all for me. Tune in next week for more story time with the llama in the Escape Pod Cast for Kids. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaiah's will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaiah's has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans and more. Contact Micaiah's today on Discord at all lowercase Micaiah's number 0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S number 0127 or at micaiahsmods at gmail.com. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast now offers our faithful listeners a way to show their support via merchandise. Declare your allegiance to Team Paul or Team Neil with official shirts. Get a story time with the llama button or magnet. Or just represent the show by getting an official logo hoodie. There are now even Team Scotty and Team Heinze options available too. Become an official Potawan today. Check out the merch at escapepodcastaways.com. Receiving incoming transmission. 
Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the show. Uh, this week's incoming transmission is very, very special. But I don't do the introductions because I'm crap at doing introductions. I leave all the introductions to the MC himself, the master of all wonderful ceremonies, Paul Anthony. Introduce our guest to our lovely, lovely listeners. Ladies and gentlemen, this uh, next guest, hold on. Clash, thank you for the $5. Actually, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say this right now. If we hit 150, if we hit 150, we'll get Megan on, right? That's yeah. what you were talking about? Yeah, we'll get Megan on. Okay, so if we hit 150 in the Patreon's choice, we'll get Megan on. We so are she now... can say a personal thank you to everybody. Exactly. We're now 85 away from that. But nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen, that's not why you're here. You guys are here to listen to us interview the man that is just below us. He comes from the Rise group. He is the, in, in my opinion, he is the leader of the revolution. Um, but uh, he, he is hashtag revolution. And we're going to talk about hashtag BTR. What that stands for, we'll get into. Ladies and gentlemen, from Twitch, one of the most positive people and somebody that brightens my day every day during my lunch break. Welcome, iBlackish. How you doing, buddy? Hey, not too bad. How we all doing? <laughs> doing all right. Uh, oh, my gosh. Mike Green is even in the chat, my friend. The Mike Green, the triple two eight nine. New Mike the, Mike. <laughs> the Mike Green is currently in our chat. This is so awesome. Um, okay, so okay. Um, Mike Green Virgin. Explain to me who Mike Green is. And don't just Mike keep Green, saying his name over and over again, because I don't know who he is. <laughs> well, he's, like he's, a, he's, he comes into my channel all the time. He's been a, he's been a, a loyal supporter for a while now. And uh, he's also a stand-up dude. Really, really cool guy. Um, you know, he's, him and his family are, have been facing a little bit of tragedy recently. And so, um, you oh, know, he's, has a, he has a special part, you know, a special place in my heart and my communities. And uh, so... You know, if, if, I just want to give a special shout out to Mike out there. I call him New All Mike right. Mike because he just got a new mic. And uh, I call him the Triple 289 <laughs> because uh, he's got that Triple 289 at the end of his name. So I, I'm, I'm actually going to uh, – I, I might as well do this right now um, since, since we're talking about Mike Green. Um, about – so you guys know how the Escape Podcast started. Uh, my wife was diagnosed with, uh, with lymphoma. And Scotty and I came up with this way to essentially give me an escape uh, to, to get away from the worries of the world. And so that's how the escape podcast started. Um, my wife went through chemo. You guys stepped up big time and helped me. And I am immensely grateful for that. Uh, I can can I be the one to say it? Uh blackish by all means. Okay. Uh Mike Green was not so lucky. Mike Green was not so lucky, guys. Um he did lose his wife. And with that being said, 
Um, I just posted a, a, uh, a link inside our live chat, and I'm going to be adding it to the description down below in this, in this chat. If you're listening to this in the podcast version, um, guys, uh, he, he lost his wife and, uh, we're, we're trying to basically keep him fed. So mealtrain.com has a way to keep Mike's family fed in this in this tragedy. If you can help, uh please do consider helping out. You know, yes, we have uh we're we're celebrating uh Megan's birthday as well. Um but you know it, we were gonna save this for the end and talk about it at the very end. <laughs> uh, but seeing Mike Green in the chat we definitely have to to show uh love from one personal uh, spouse of a uh, of someone that had cancer to another. Um, you know, love you, my friend. You uh, you got a friend in me uh, that I know it sounds really Disney and Toy Story ish, but seriously, you do. Um, so and I yeah. want to echo that sentiment as well. Uh, you know, Mike Mike's been a a part of my community, a part of my channel for a while now, and uh, he does nothing but come in and show love and support other people that are in my channel and beyond. And, uh, you know, anything that I can do, anything that we can do, we want to make sure we, we take the opportunity to do that. So, uh, so much love to Mike, the whole Green family. You know, if there's one thing I can say, it's that. And I appreciate you, Mike. And uh, we're here for you, all of us. And uh, so, yeah. Yeah. So, um, that, that being said, he's part of your community. Just, just as it, all, you know, I call them my Padawans. Um, you know, Padawan, you're, you're, you're a Star Trek fan too. And we'll get into that. Um, but I call, I call all of our listeners Padawans and, um, you know, it's the, a community is as strong as all of the people that make it up. If one of them is sick, we reach out, we help. Now they, they helped me. In my in my time of need, and I consider each and every single one a personal friend, just like you, and and your positive community that you have on your Twitch channel. You know, it it, it sounds it sounds a little bit cliche when you you know you go to describe it to somebody, but it's, I mean, that's exactly what it's like. It, it's when you throw out the words community or family. Um, you know, it sounds cliche, but at the same time, you know, especially with what I'm doing and sort of the 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 whole message that i'm trying to spread and the community that i'm trying to build it really is centered around that it, it's it's more than just a group of followers or a group of supporters or people who you know spend money on your channel it's really about having people that you can call friends and having people that you interact with beyond just being in you know in the live stream and uh like you said it it really is it goes into the core of the word community and what it means to have you know, it's bigger than a following. It's like a family. And, you know, it sounds cliche when you say it, but it, it's exactly what it's like. So. No, because the, 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 it's, it's, it's a correct analogy because everybody knows everybody else. Right. I mean, you, you could go through, I mean, there's four, I can see 40 people in chat at the moment. Um, and if I don't, I, if I don't recognize the name, I know they're part of your community watching you on this show. But everybody else I know. 
because we all watch each other's shows we all watch each other's content we all play the right. same game and we all talk to each other whether we're chatting in a live stream whether we're on twitch or whether we're just chewing the fat in a group voice chat on discord we all know each other so family is a very very good analogy for what this community what the gaming community is like definitely and a lot of you know a lot of the people that i know from my live streams you know many of them have been coming around and viewing my channel for up to years now just today on on my earlier stream um <laughs> I, I had my first two-year uh concurrent subscriber to my channel so that's somebody that's been supporting me for years now you know and that that's more than i can say for some some actual family members you know so they're <laughs> they're as as much family as uh as anything else you know it, it truly is it, it's really a remarkable thing because you can't Without these sort of platforms that we have, these mediums, you know, whether it be YouTube or Twitch or even Mixer, any of those, that just wouldn't be possible. You know, technology makes it, it's unbelievable what technology allows you oh, to do. God, and who technology allows, you to allows us with. to be so much. I mean, the, uh, our community, I mean, uh, for, for, all, for all that's been said and done with the current global crisis that's going on, um, we were already a very, very close-knit community anyway. So all, all, it's, all it's done to us is brought us close together because people stream more, people put more content because more, because, you know, the community as it, you know, in general, most people are, you know, self-isolating, self-quarantining and staying at home. So we've just got closer um, and more closely knit as a, you know, as a, as a community and as a group, which, which has been, um, you know, helped everybody get through, you know, these tumultuous times. And it really stands out during times like this when, when stuff like this is happening in the world and people are unable to be as close and connected, you know, physically as they might normally be. Um, you know, these these mediums, these platforms allow us to to basically not miss a beat. You know, and I think that the rest of the world, the, the non, you know, non Twitch or the non streamer communities, they don't necessarily have that during these times. So, you know, I, I'm super thankful for what that provides me. And I know the rest of my community and I'm sure yours does, you know, agrees with that as well. So. They do. They do. Um, Clash DOE, one of our uh, um, one of our former guests and honestly, one of the uh, huge stand up guy um, just uh, just threw something Mike's way. So thank you. Uh, I'll say that on on the show too, Clash. Thank you very much for that. Um, thank you very much, Clash. Appreciate you helping uh, our friend. Yeah. Um, so, guys, uh, you know, we, we took the serious turn here <laughs> really early. <laughs> <laughs> uh seeing mike green in the chat um so let's talk let's, balls let's get into a little yeah yeah let's, let's talk get into a little, let's talk big let's glass balls. balls let's talk some balls <laughs> let, let, let's, nice let's talk there. about balls, <laughs> balls. Right, let's not, let's absolutely talk about balls i'm game um so you stream a game called marbles on stream i do i do it for those who are in our in our uh, discord channel um, I stream the game on Thursday nights. We just do like 20% of a, uh, uh, or 20 races in ours. Um, but you know, you, you do a lot more. You, you have this entire production. Um, wh why don't you introduce the character I blackish to, uh, to everyone? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm I blackish. I, uh, I lead the revolution. I bring the hype. You know, um, my, my presentation is based, you know, around a high energy, high tempo, 
super hype, you know, performance, you could call it, that, um, you know, Marbles happened to work its way into my stream, but it was sort of what it is before that, you know, before Marbles became part of it. Um, but I learned a long time ago that the best way to keep people engaged and to sort of um, keep them coming around and keep them wanting to watch you on the live stream was to, you know, bring the energy, bring high energy, bring uh, a lot of, a lot of um, you know, I, I don't want to say emotion. Uh, I guess hype is the word. Hype is the word. You bring a lot mm -hmm. of hype and, and mm -hmm. it, people really people really engage with that. It kind of hits them a certain kind of way. And um, so that's kind of my live stream evolved into that to the point where it's at now where, <laughs> you know, there's I, I use a lot of crazy visuals in my live streams, you know, and I go back and forth between the marbles and then the, you know, the club scene is when you've seen that uh, that kind of integrates all that. And so, you know, we well, have a ton I've of fun. <laughs> I've seen it. So to but to for the layman, for the people that 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 only you know listen to us or have only listened to us in the past that are just about Star Wars, um explain, you know, I, I mean Marble Races is pretty easy to understand, but the revolution, club revolution <laughs> is totally different. Explain to the guy just you know just over to this to the side of me over here um explain to him what he should be expecting when he comes into your channel for the first time and maybe not necessarily that you notice him but he's sure. viewing what is he gonna see if you can imagine if you can imagine a super hype high energy a party if you will happening right at this moment where there is there's a packed club there's bright lights there's loud music you know, a bunch of electronic dance music going on, dubstep, <laughs> and everyone's just going absolutely crazy all the time, and it never ends. That's what the revolution is, and that's so, kind so of what I so facilitate. It's, so, it's the, it's, so it's it's Urza's Hall, but with marbles instead of Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. That, that's, yeah, that's is it family friendly or R rated? Oh, family friendly. It's family yeah, friendly. I mean, so slightly family different. Friendly for the so most family part. friendly, for, yeah. Okay, I get that. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I know. I, I I'm liking the sound of it already. So yeah, and so I, you know, I, I switch back and forth. Lights, some black I switch lights. back and forth between like the the club scene, like like we mentioned, which is you know it's it's what it sounds like. It's it's a, it's a giant dance party going on in a club <laughs> with a lot of bright lights, a lot of a lot of dubstep music going on. And I switch between that and the marbles races, but I integrate it all together. I find ways to you know uh, transition between the marble racing, which gives a chance for people to actually play a game and interact with my stream, and in between a bunch of sort of transition scenes, which includes the club, which includes things like a, like a, a live studio um, where I'm sort of presenting what you might think of as a newscast, I guess, um, where I can, I can present the information that's happening, kind of introduce people to what's, what's going on next in the stream, whether it's a marbles race or whether there's, you know, every time somebody gives me exciting news, I'll break to a, a live newscast <laughs> where there's a screen next to me and I'm sort of, introducing uh you know some exciting news that happened in the world and i you know on the screen next to me is a video of you know thousands of people just going absolutely wild <laughs> you know and in a giant crowd and so you know i just i work i transition through whatever's happening you know i let the i let the streams drive themselves and uh we, we just it's like a giant party it really is it, it's a lot of fun all right so i you know and, and the fun thing is is that you also have this whole dj rail in front of you Oh yeah. Uh, so it looks like you're literally at the thing, and you're bouncing. You're bouncing around. Oh, I never stop bouncing. So you mix. This is me the whole time, so, so right here. You're, you're, <laughs> you're mixing the music while you're uh, while you're making the vids. That's right. That's right. You know, you could so call DJ, me the, uh, like the the revolution DJ. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. So, um, I, you know, 
I, I don't want you to be Pavlov's Pavlov's dog in this case, but uh, <laughs> uh, what the thing that really hooked me and got me continuing to watch it, coming back lunch after lunch after lunch um, that I that I take at work is you have this script that you say um, whenever anybody becomes a follower. <laughs> and uh, I, I think you know which one it is. And you uh, to give, to kind of explain which one it is, in case you're wondering, it's the one that I thought you were going to do when we first connected to you on chat before we went live. <laughs> can, you, can, can you welcome Neil to the revolution? No, because no, no, I'm no, sure no, we've no. Just w- When are you next streaming? Because I'm going to make a point of following you at a very specific time so that I can get my special spiel from you for just following you. Anytime somebody stops in for the first time. I mean, so for example, for example, say, Hey, Neil, welcome to the revolution. You know, thank you for joining. You're part of the family. Now you're part of the movement. You are part of the revolution. And, uh, I'm going to butter your bread. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that, that brings me so much joy. I wondered why people were talking about butter in chat. I'm like, what? oh yeah. I'm like, looking so at, what every every time something exciting happens, Everyone's anytime I get you know a subscriber butter. or a new follower, any of that, I give them the same bread spiel. And when we get a new follower, we'll hop into that club scene we were talking about. And so you can see the club thing going on. And I'll give everybody the welcome. You know, I'll tell them, hey everyone, look in the back of the club. You know, we got a new revolutionary coming in. They're they're surrounded by revolutionaries now. You're part of the family. You're part of the movement. You're a revolutionary now. And then I'll give them the old. I'm about to butter your bread. <laughs> Strictly butter side up, by the way, just just so that you know. Copy that. <sighs> Noted. <laughs> I, I may so, I may always uh, be the bottom uh, the, the the bottom slice of the, uh, right. the, the the Jedi sandwich when we're on Thaddeus's, but you know, strictly butter side up, mate. All right. Noted. <laughs> okay, Paul, you were gonna. I interrupted you. Then go ahead, buddy. So, um. Okay, so we now know the character I Blackish. Um, we're gonna run over. Is this okay? I'm I'm good. I'm I'm, gonna de- okay. I'm on you guys' time by all means. Uh, okay. Um, you know we we we've talked about the character I Blackish, um, which it's kind of you know you you explained it to me when when I was uh, just just chatting with you about this whole experience uh, in in me finding your channel. You explained to me, kind of like me when I used to be a professional wrestler, I be- I basically became myself and turned it up a notch. This is, I Blackish is truly you with a mask, but it's not that much different. It's not that much different. I, I guess the way to describe it would be like an embellishment of myself normally. It's a character. But it's not a character. You know, what allows me to get into the character so much is that it's just me acting like a crazier version of me. And so, you know, that's just kind of how I play it off. That's how I'm able to uh, to kind of be as smooth, it's, I guess, as not, I am with it's it. It's not a caricature. It's, it's more of a persona. I, I do the same thing when I'm doing my GACs. I, I am. Yep. I'm more loud. I'm more brash. I'm more forthwith. You know, I'm, I'm more extrovert. Um, uh, if you were to just sit down and have a conversation with me, it would just be, you know, me talking, then you, me, then you. But when you're live streaming, it's just like, let's turn on the pizzazz. Oh, yeah. And that's, oh, yeah. that's yeah, it. Yeah. You know, you just add that little, you, you're adding that little bit of depth, that extra level of persona to what you do to make you interesting to watch and interesting to listen to. 
Uh, That's right. You know, let's be honest. If, if we all just did ourselves in front of the camera, you know, people would be like, "Is this? Is this supposed to be entertaining?" It's like, what? You hit the, the nail on the head right there. That's the, the secret. Ready? Oh yeah. Just... <laughs> <laughs> right, go, go ahead. Go ahead, Blackish. Well, that's the secret. I think you just, I think you hit a really important point, especially for streamers, you know, people that are, that are new to the streamer world and really trying to, um, it's really all about finding your niche. It's finding something that sets you apart from the sea of other people that are trying to do the exact same thing you are. And so, you know, you see all the time, brand new streamers, you know, they, they hit that live button, they just sit there in front of the camera and they try to, whether it's playing games or doing whatever it is they do, they, they just, the whole purpose is to find something that stands you out from the crowd. And once you find that, you need to seize it and you really need to build upon it and make it as, as, you know, as much as you possibly can within reason so that you have a, you know, a solid presentation. So that's what I aim to do with the character, with the whole getup is, you know, set myself apart in a way that's controlled, that I can handle, that's entertaining and that people can sort of, uh, you know, uh, I guess enjoy is the word. All right. So, um... So IB, let's uh, let, let's go ahead. And, you know, let's people who came from your stream came to here to get the interview, to get essentially, you know, blackish behind the music. Behind so the let's go yeah. ahead. <laughs> let's go ahead and take off the uh, take off the mask. You don't have to take off the glasses and the headset though. <laughs> um, but let's take off the mask. Who are you? Um, or or what you're comfortable sharing? Who are you? behind the robe i'm a fairly normal guy you know i grew up in new england i'm from the northeast uh, east coast usa represent um you know i grew up a normal kid i played a ton of sports um i was really active in a lot of different you know activities going through school um you know i, I did a little bit of everything i mean you name it. i played sports i i was in the band i was a band president at one point uh, you know i play a lot of instruments um you know i was into improv comedy that kind of stuff uh, as i became older i got really into um firefighting and ems so i'm, I'm a longtime firefighter emt um and that's nice. you know that's that's really dominated a big chunk of my adulthood anyway and up until recently that's what i did full time you know i've just recently kind of taken a step back and taken a break from it um but I, i've worked in all different sorts of, of firefighting ems i was a fire chief at a small airport for a little while uh you know i've worked as you know a full-time emt on an ambulance for a little while and then most recently i worked for a very busy very busy city fire department you know, that ran a ton of calls. And so, you know, I kind of had that, that was sort of my life. My lifestyle was uh, doing the firefighting thing. So up until, re you know, the, the streamer thing kind of grew out of that as a way to kind of do something else and kind of get my mind off of, you know, the seriousness of life. Um, and, you know, that we're a couple of years into the streaming thing now. So, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, M Minty Condition, uh, who I, I absolutely adore um, seeing her in the stream uh, when I check in with you at lunch. But uh, she says, is anybody in the revolution thrown off by seeing a wall behind you instead of the club? We tried. We tried, we tried. to put the club back we tried. There. Failed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so normally, for those who might not have seen my live stream, typically I have really wild visuals going on behind me, whether it's, I don't know how to describe it, like these, these 3D, 3D, 4D kind of mixed motion pictures going on behind me, or the club scenes, or the studio scenes or the marbles game. So it's always something there's, there's really a lot of, a lot of action going on behind me during the streams, basically all the time. So the plain blue screen is very much not, you know, not what my viewers are probably used to, but 
Yeah, Mr. Matt Dad. Uh, yeah, Mr. Matt Dad. We, we we could probably we could put some dubstep up dubstep on in the background. I know I could because I have some. But um, <laughs> then then uh, as, as soon as this stream would be over, it would be uh, there'd be a copyright claim next to it, and we wouldn't oh, yeah. be able to do stuff. If <laughs> although although uh, that that won't be a problem for us next week, will it, Paul? Uh, it, it very well may not, and we will absolutely get into that uh, coming up, a special announcement coming up for all the Padawans and uh, any of the revolutionaries that uh, that decide Stick they want to yeah. come along for the ride with us uh, in the future here. Um, okay, so we are Star Wars-focused podcast. Um, favorite Star Wars movie? Oh, be very careful what you say. Here. Oh boy, <laughs> so, very very careful what you say here now. See, I, I feel like not oh. the guess. Yikes! Um, maybe Return of the Jedi. Oh yeah, okay. I'll give you that. It was one of the. It was one of the. It was one of the OT. So yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Bringing it back a little. I don't know. Yes, I'm. Sort of intimidated because I realize I'm in a very Star Wars centric crowd going on here, yeah, and yeah. Um, you know I, f I feel a little bit in over my head as far as no, that goes. No, no, I'm embarrassed just, to say you know, I'm not. Most, uh... most, the, the, <laughs> there are, there are, there are. You know, I, I'd, I'd say ninety, ninety five percent of you know Star Wars fandom would put one of the original trilogy, whether it's Star, whether it's four, five, or six. Someone's always going to put one of those as one of their favorites. Okay. Um, oh, and then there's a very, very small percent that, for some reason, say episode eight, and then everything else after it, which is why you know they're they're a minority. Sure. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. They're they're a minority. Um, you know, the, 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 them and you know the five other people that you know sit in the van with them. But uh, yeah, no, it was a test. <laughs> it was a test to see just how much of a Star Wars fan you really are, and you passed oh, the test. Yeah. Hopefully that's the last test because I, 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 yep. I was prepared yep. for that. Your, your and I don't favorite know how much movie, more prepared I am. Your favorite movie is inside the original trilogy. Yep, yeah, you 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 may you may enter. <laughs> you, you may you may enter. <laughs> I mean, deal, mine mine deal. is that one. Okay. I can't really see it, but it's a it's an yeah, empire yeah, it's a, an Empire Strikes Back jigsaw puzzle. So oh, very nice. That would be Super mine. Cool. And I've got Empire okay. right behind me. As and he's well. got Empire behind oh. him. Yep, yep. Very but nice. Right so, underneath um, Empire is Anarchy. <laughs> okay. So I don't oh, know how yeah. much I don't know if I'd be any good to you in your revolution, but um, you know, hey, there's, an room for, there's room for everybody in the revolution. You we'll need take an that. anarchist. I'll be right there for you, buddy. <laughs> All right, give me know. So, so let's go ahead. Let's talk about the revolution because part of the revolution is what you say, uh, or, or as you say, is hashtag BTR. You BTR. Know, Give give us, and this is what I tell you, I, I say to you every single time I leave the stream, because it has literally, uh, uh, Blackish, I'm telling you right now, the day that I found your stream, I needed to hear BTR. I needed to hear that. And That's what it's all about. Somebody, yeah, maybe somebody needs to hear it right now. Explain hashtag BTR, also known as Be The Ripple. Be The Ripple, yeah. I mean, that's what the movement's all about, and that's really... Kind of if I have a mission, if I have something that that I'm aiming to do with the whole streaming thing, it's it's to get people to remember that the message is be the ripple. BTR stands for be the ripple. And, you know, this is going to be another one of those things that sounds sort of cliche, but I believe it at my core. And so that's why I preach it. Being the ripple is all about making a splash, you know, so uh, to, to bring some positive change to the world. You know, a lot of people think it requires 
wide sweeping major movements or, you know, millions and billions of dollars and, you know, reforms and all that kind of stuff. I, I don't believe that that's necessary. I think that making a splash, being the ripple, having that ripple become a wave, having that wave turn into the change that we all wish would happen in the world it is a real thing that can happen. I think it's, I, I think that the power to really change the world and make a, a massive positive difference resides in your ability to make a tiny decision right now that can really affect things in major ways later on. And so I think it's as simple, it's exactly as simple as, as having positive thoughts and making one tiny positive decision and saying that one nice thing to somebody that maybe you might not have or uh, helping somebody in a way maybe you didn't need to. And I think that those sorts of actions, those little tiny actions that seem insignificant right now can have tangible, major, world-changing, wide-sweeping um, uh, consequences later on. And mm -hmm. I truly believe that at my core. I think that you know, the, the power really to change the world resides in every single individual. I believe that. It, it, it's not just a, a tagline. It's not just a cliche thing that, that I no, say no, to help make people no, positive. This... No, it's... It's not. I think it's true. I think it's, it's fundamentally yeah, no, true. It's, yeah. it's, it's a it's a nice simplified version of be you know Gandhi's you know be the change in the you know be the change uh, in the world that you want to see. Exactly right. But but uh, but at a macro level, you know, when Gandhi said that he was like wanting like leaders and you know groups and 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 prime ministers and presidents to stand up right. and do things and all you've done is is brought it back to a ground level it's like well you know a, a bit like um uh, a, a bit like jordan peterson you know he's a hero tidy, of mine. tidy a hero up of your mine. room tidy up your room stand yep. up straight small things yep. lead to bigger things you know if, if you can yep. if you can you know if you can tidy your room you can save the world <laughs> it's true it's true and that's that's why it's it's a funny thing to try to explain to people because they think in such it's hard to think in those terms it's hard to think that way but when you when you really break it down to sort of first principles kind of thinking that's that's what makes a difference and you know that's that's not to take anything away from the need for wide sweeping you know change and reform and you know there, there's certainly a place for it, the leaders and the politicians and you know the, the big big change things but my I, the way that i look at it is that at the individual level, it's important that people remember that what's going to lead to all of those things could be as simple as your decision to tell somebody you were thinking about them today or to to clean your room, for example. You know, the, the example that Jordan Peterson uses all the time. It's very small, little insignificant things that lead to, you know, it's the ripple effect, the butterfly effect. They change everything around them. And you can you can make a big difference, not only in your outlook can make a difference in what's happening for you, but also what's happening for those around you. And if you can change what's happening to those around you in a positive way, that can lead to even bigger, you know, bigger changes. And that goes all the way up to, you know, changing the world. And I really believe that. I think that if a lot more people focused on making really small, positive differences that would pay off dividends in a, in a major way. And so that's, that's the message. That's what being the ripple is all about. The ripple becomes the wave, the wave becomes the change. And uh, so that's why I preach it because I believe it at my core. There you go, Neil. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I just think that, that, that little things like that, I mean, that, that doing things, actually doing things like, um, like, like you said, something small, plant a tree. You know, so if, if exactly. someone complains to you about, oh, there's, there's too much CO2 in the world, go plant a tree. 
Don't get on twin Twitter and rage about it. If you're that concerned about carbon dioxide, go plant 100 trees. There, that's exactly. 100 trees now sucking up carbon dioxide. Your footprint is done and dusted. You know, uh, you, you don't like the, the rubbish? You know, go join a, a group that, you know, goes out regularly and just picks up trash from a square block. Uh, take a walk, pick up some do, trash. You see people doing simple. it all over the place. You, you see people doing it in Pennsylvania. You see people doing it in California. That's actually physically doing it. Why are they doing it? Who gives a toss? Who cares? You know? As long as it's happening. As long as it's happening, it's like, are you really going to complain about a bunch of people you don't like picking up litter? Don't care. They're picking up litter. You know, when, when they go back to saying and doing the things that they don't like, fine, rag on them. But while they're picking up litter... Don't do anything. And, 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 and the same thing can be said for the, the really big things as well. I've got a 15-year-old kid that invented something to literally just be thrown in the ocean and it just... Scoops up the garbage. <laughs> sucks the garbage up. And I'm thinking, yep. that's a 15-year-old kid. Yep. That's Brilliant. a 15-year-old kid and he's come up with an idea that he doesn't even care whether it makes him money or not. You know, he, right. he, his name will eventually go down in history you know he'll be the kid that saved the oceans you know and and plastic in the oceans and rubbish in the oceans to to, to one person is a lot more important than than you know the latest you know thing to be disgusted or outraged about on twitter uh, right. and that's someone that said you know that's actually a legitimate problem let's see if we can't come up with a solution to it so imagine a hundred of him you know, or a thousand of him or a million of him. Oh, God, yeah. And, and now we're, we're yeah, talking about world changing stuff. How awesome yeah. would the world be if we had a million of that 15 year old kid right now? Right. <laughs> but that, right. that's my point exactly is, you know, everybody has the ability to think like that. Everybody, everybody has, has the ability yeah. to do something, you know? So mm -hmm. that's, yeah, I agree completely. So we're, we've, we've gotten, a, we, we've uh, brought a lot to the club. Um, a lot of our listeners are saying they're follow they're going to follow you right now. That's exactly hey. what I wanted to see. Welcome to the revolution, y'all. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, including somebody who uh, we're, um, uh, well, we'll 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 get to that. But including somebody who is uh, who's following us is all I'm going to say. Um, Ib, tell me. Um, T tell me what else other than marbles uh, do you stream any other games from time to time i mean i'm a gamer at heart i'm a i'm a long time i mean we're talking like nes days I've, I've been a gamer forever so it's always been a really big part of my life uh but when i started streaming originally marbles wasn't a thing and i was just like any other streamer i streamed uh pubg mostly so uh you know i i, I play a little bit of everything you know i play a lot of rocket league i play a lot of um pubg warzone apex those types of games so i'm very much a gamer uh from time to time i will stream uh some what you would might consider normal gameplay as opposed to you know marbles um but that's that's kind of it's become far and fewer between although i am trying to kind of broaden my horizons kind of branch out in a little bit and do do some something on stream aside from just marbles um but okay, i've, so, I've go ahead. so you're playing these games is it still the club atmosphere or is it eye blackish uh, unplugged? You know, it's recently it's been more of an eye blackish unplugged kind of deal. I'll do, I'll do what I call the eye blackish after dark streams, where recently when I've been playing what, you know, normal games on stream, it's sometimes I turn the camera off, I'll turn the music down and I'll just kind of, you know, chill out, play some games and relax. But it's, it's funny you mentioned that because as the, as the stream was evolving originally, 
because like I said, I started a normal, a normal game streamer as it evolved. And I started playing a little bit of music in the background. It turned into like sort of a kind of an amalgamation. It was, it was kind of like the super hype streams that you might know now mixed with, you know, normal game streams. And that's what it was for a while there. So I, I had like the, I had the hype going. I had the intermission streams in between games where, uh, you know, there we'd be in the club, you know, getting hype with everybody. And then I just found it was, uh, it, it was kind of, it's so distracting to kind of do that and try to focus on a game at the same time. <laughs> and so that was, that was before marbles came along and with marbles, it's easy to kind of be super interactive with the chat and kind of do my whole presentation. So that's kind of why I've stuck with marbles, but I do enjoy other games and I do occasionally play them on stream. Excellent. Excellent. Um, you know, so you know, we talked about uh, we, we talked about the big thing. You know, that this was an escape for me, um, for for a and I built. I I wouldn't say I built because there are so many people that helped me. There were so many dang people that helped me, um, but this community gathered together, um, the Padawans, as I call them, as I mentioned, and. I am very, very appreciative of each and every single one of them for helping me. I I asked them what, on special occasions to help out Neil, which we've raised about a hundred dollars a year, uh, um, UK, for his uh, daughter's sixteenth birthday just now. Mm -hmm. um, before we before we brought you on, um, and now uh, we've got people that are helping out Mike Green, um, one of your community members but you mentioned uh as as we had mentioned they're more friends to us than they are community members um the the last question that i have for you um and then we'll wrap it up is um when you have people come into your community that may not you know i i touted this as the content creator too special um when you have somebody come into your community, of course, you welcome them like you do. What are tips that you can give to people that are looking to do that? <clears throat> and then I'm going to give you the hard question. What do you do when the when that person may not just fit? But let's start with the um, let's start with the this is the tip section, if you will. Let's sure. The tip section of how to how to welcome somebody properly other than buttering their bread. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's, of course, everybody's journey is different. Everybody's journey is different. And everyone, everyone gets into this for different reasons. Everyone sticks around for different reasons and everyone sort of evolves in different ways and for a lot of different reasons. And so, you know, if I could give tips to somebody, it's don't, don't limit yourself. You know, don't have, it's good to have expectations, but don't, don't allow yourself to be disappointed by unrealistic expectations. So, so really look hard at what it is you're trying to do, understand why it is you're trying to do it, and then understand, understand the circumstances that you, know, that you have and also that are happening you know, around you. Because there's certain things you can control, there's certain things you can't. You can control your presentation, you can control your work ethic, you can control how much you put into it, you can control how you present yourself. What you can't control is, how many people show up to watch you and how much support people give you and um, how many, what, what people say about you or your presentation. So it's important to keep an eye on others' reactions to what it is you're doing, 
but it's also important to kind of stay in your own lane and figure out what it is you're trying to do, why it is you're trying to do it and be honest with yourself about, you know, your ability to, to present yourself the way you want to. And if you, if you allow yourself not to get discouraged by maybe, uh, not, um, presenting yourself or getting the the trolls and and they happen. I mean, it's, it's a fact of life in this, in this world. I mean, if you haven't, if you're a streamer and you haven't come across trolls, you will, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when. And, and I tell this story to my followers all the time is some of, some of your greatest supporters may start out as trolls and vice versa. And there's sometimes there's no rhyme or reason to it. I have several, several subscribers of mine that have been subscribed for up to a year now that started as some pretty vicious trolls. People that came in, were going, ended up, what I found out later was that they were going through some pretty nasty moments in their life. And the way they lashed out at the world was just to drop into live streams and make super ignorant, super ignorant statements or make super ignorant usernames and just try, try to really ruin somebody else's day. And come to find out, you know, in my case, at least a few of those people were really going through some pretty heavy stuff of their own. And so what you can control as a streamer is how you engage with those types of people, how you react to those types of situations. You know, you can, you can, Get, you can get offended and get mad and get into these, you know, these screaming, screaming matches and just go ban happy. And that's, that's an option. And I'm not saying it's the wrong option. Uh, what I cho- choose to do as much as possible is to meet that sort of negativity with my positive, you know, attitude and the positivity that like my community brings. And um, I have found in my, in my experience that A, you can't change somebody who's just in it to mess with people. And B, you might change that person's mind. And it might end up being a longtime supporter of yours. And so that's kind of how I approach all of that. All right. Yeah, you should treat you know, everything. Other... You should treat everything as a Steven Crowder mean. Blah, 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 Absolutely. blah, blah. Change my mind. <laughs> Absolutely. Doesn't Absolutely. What comes before change my mind? It should always be change my mind. You know, because if you're <laughs> asking someone to change your mind, you're 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 kind of tricking them into the the you know not trolling. And not being nasty because you're saying, hey, look, fine, you've got something on your mind. Convince me. I, I don't believe you or I'm, I don't agree with you, but you're quite welcome to change my mind. Just try it. And then the person stops being nasty and you engage them in a rational conversation. And, you know, like you said, you might be able to change their mind. You might not. Yeah. And a lot of people are out there, you know, they're just looking to get a rise out of somebody. Mm. And, you know, they picked you as their target for whatever reason. There might be no reason to it. But I found that a lot of times when you when you don't allow that to kind of rile you up and, you know, have a negative reaction towards it. A lot of those people are like, OK, all right. This dude's all right. You know, and I, that's my experience with it. Most of the time, there's some people you're not going to you're not going to get through to them. They're just there to really ruin somebody's day. And that's their mission. And those people are out there. They're, they're everywhere in the world. It's a fact of life. And sometimes you can't really change it. Uh, but what you can control is how you approach it, and how you respond to it. So. All right. So Neil, do you have any other uh, any other questions for our uh, for our interview? We've gone long. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I do not want I do not want to take up any more of this um, person's very very valuable time because this has uh, been great. This has a, been great. There's a, there's a there's a community out there. I can just hear them. You know, you know they they they're knocking on our doors. Is give <laughs> give him back, give him back to us now, or we'll just troll you forever. It's like okay, we've, we've had our we've had our special time with uh, i blackish <laughs> it, and it, it's time to give him back to the world you know you, you only get to have a little bit of i blackish you get to share him but then you've got to cast him back out in the world so we can start but yeah we got we got it we definitely got to give you back to the club hey, the, the well, revolution I, 
Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, the revolution does need its leader back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a guy in a robe. That's what I tell people. I'm a guy in a robe. All the, all the hype, it comes from the robe. You know what I mean? It comes from the community. And it comes from, you know, the way that, that people sort of, res- you know, respond to the community and the message and what we're doing. And so, you know, I, I give all the props to those people that choose to hang out and be part of the family. And, uh, you know, I am what I am because they treat me how they treat me. And that's how I look at it. I just, I have a, I have a solid message and I just happen to be the guy that's here in the position to, uh, to spread it. And so that's, that's truly how I, how I look at it all. You're using your position for good. And that is, that's amazing. Great power um, comes I, great I think responsibility. we, I think we, that's right. What's that Neil? With great power comes great responsibility. Yes. Um, True. with that being said, um, I, I need I need one more time. I need one more time. I want you to welcome all the new Padawans to to the uh, revolution for me. <laughs> What's up, Padawans? Hey, I see you all coming in the club. We're about to party with you guys real soon. I want to welcome you guys to the family. Welcome you guys to the revolution. And all the Padawans out there, I am going to butter your bread. <laughs> <laughs> guys, um, another thing that we are doing um as part of season three and in in what we're uh what we're doing going forward is our interviews are all going to be clipped um we're going to upload the interviews separate if you are more interested in look in watching just the interview segments of our podcast we'll be putting those on youtube um and soon for all the past things but we uh neil will take care of this tomorrow um i blackish thank you so very much for this interview we will um we'll get this up to you we'll we'll make a link because um i really really absolutely do appreciate you taking some time for us um and for the padawans well i'm honored to be here i appreciate the opportunity for you guys to a introduce me to your your wonderful community here and more importantly to spread the message you know spread the message about what we're about i think we have a great message it's 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 very serious but it's positive and i think the world could see some more of it so i i'm honored i'm honored to be here i appreciate you guys taking the time and uh i'll come back anytime we'll do it again <laughs> and uh that being said guys um i was one of the lucky ones mike was not and i'm looking you directly in the eyes and you guys know when i when i do this i sincerely 100% am dead serious about this Go support Mike Green. I don't know what I would be doing if I would have lost my wife. So support him, Mike. You 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 got Blackish. You got me. You got a whole group of people who are there for you. We'll be right back after these messages on the Escape Pod Cast. The Escape Pod cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaiah's will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaiah's has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans, and more. Contact Micaiah's today on Discord at all lowercase Micaiah's number 0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S number 0127 or at Micaiah's mods at gmail.com. 
Micaias Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Podcast. Does your guild want to tap into their full potential in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? Yeah! For as low as $1 a month per guild member, your guild can unleash the power of the game in ways you never thought possible. Track your arena movements, guild progression, and much, much more. Contact Shitty Bill and get one of his shitty bots on your server today. Just look for him on our Discord server and tag or message him for more information. The link for our server is below in the description. Shitty bots, don't let the name fool you. Did you know that if you signed up to become a Patreon, you could get tons of rewards? Force Ghost Scotty could do a roster review for you. Neil Andrew Air could share Grand Arena tactics. Or Paul could even help you get maximum stars in Geonosis Territory Battle. Ah, and you even get access into the after show. Sound good? Sign up to be a Patreon today. For as little as $2 a month, you could unlock a ton of potential content and also get closer to the hosts. Head to patreon.com backslash the escape pod to sign up. Warning. The following content may contain some material not suitable for younger or more sensitive audiences. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. And now time for something completely shameless. All right, Neil. We're ready to decouple the fulcrum on our end. Roger that, Hellenics. Hey, man. Thanks again for giving us the spare parts we need to get the Swallow back up to full operational capabilities. Not only did you guys help us rewire all five of the engineering terminals, but your help got most of our systems operating even better than before. You boys truly are lifesavers. Oh, it was nothing, Helly. You'd have done the same for us, mate. Nah, man. You guys went above and beyond. You welcomed us as your guests for nearly a full week. In fact, Noob took quite a liking to Scotty, it would appear. I think meeting him in the flesh did a lot of good for his logic circuits. Dare I say, he seems to be operating without any glitches since we closed out episode 60 for you guys. Well, you tell that rusty old clanker, his friends on the Millennial Fulcrum, think he's an extremely well-put-together little droid. (laughs) I will, Neil. And if I could ask you to send Paul my gratitude once again. Oh, yeah. Tell Scotty. Welcome back to the land of the living. Will do, mate. Okay. Uh, Releasing our end of the docking wings in three, two, one... And we are clear. Fulcrum, you now have plenty of room to maneuver and head off into hyperspace. All right, Helly. To top now, mate. Newbie, you heading up to the bridge, bud? The co-pilot's chair is waiting for you. I have arrived. So, you ready to continue our adventures? Yes. I am ready whenever you are. All right, Newbie. Let's plot our course out of the Kashyyyk system and get our... Before we jump into hyperspace... What's up, Noob? I wanted to thank you for this past week. After Paul removed my restraining bolt, after you asked Neil to download all the latest system protocol updates into my neural processors, and after introducing me to Scotty, all in all, I'd say this past week was quite enjoyable. I was nothing... Master? Whoa, wait. You just called me Master. <laughs> hey, noob. It was an honor to address you as my... <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> what the space hell just happened? Every warning light on every panel was lit up like a life day tree. Man. Newbies. <coughs> Start running ships diagnostic. We just got this bucket of bolts Man. back into tip-top shape. <laughs> Explosions. 
Ooh, we're under attack. Radar's still operational. Blast. Looks like space pirates. A small but heavily armed gunship. Sis. Wait, there, there's no life signs. Ah. Dubs. Let's charge up the main gun and... Failing. Newbie! Newbie? Oh, no. It looks like one of the support beams has pierced your main chassis. Master. Hey, bud, talk to me. Whatever you do, just... Just keep talking. Master? Yeah, noob? My optic sensor is failing. Everything is becoming... Dark. Come on, hang in there, noob. We still have to catch the remainder of the... the escape pod. Cast. That's right, noob. We don't want to miss out on the remainder of the show, do we? Master? Yeah, bud? You're not so bad for an... Organic, bipedal, hairless, ape creature. And you're not so bad for a droid with, with a... With a penchant for... Lambette. That's right, bud. Come on now, stay with me, Noob. Noob? Noobie? Alright, you no good junker pieces of trash. Nobody hurts my newbie and gets away with it. If I could just get this ship's main cannon turned about and trained on your space pirate vessel, then we can... Attention, Captain of the HMS Argo and Space Swallow. Your ship has been effectively neutralized. Your thrusters are disabled. Your shield generators are down. And your weapons systems are no longer operational. We are preparing to board your vessel. We are capable of surviving without atmosphere and in a vacuum. You are not. If you do not surrender immediately, our vessel will fire upon yours, terminating you in the process. Prepare to be boarded. That... that voice... Greetings, my former master. Holy flying bowls of spaghetti and meatballs in space. How can this be? This this can't even be possible. Your optic nerves do not deceive you. Homeobox, Araspex, Horsebox. TC-14? But, but how? did not get I, choked up during that last one really uh, i mean i got choked up i got choked up during the heli and the noob then it yeah. was sad uh it says it says you're muted nev no we're not we're not muted were we muted at the start oh uh, i guess not maybe i have no idea he says never mind so oh okay all right Oh, all right then. <laughs> Did it look like we'd said something important that, um, that you didn't hear? I have no idea. <laughs> you know what? It's done that. It has no. done that before. In it has it done that before do on the bridge. Yeah, but that's okay. We're we're, we're fixed. We're back. I oh, know we're back. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. That was. Uh. I mean. The e even. 
even the OBS was mourning the loss yeah. of Noob just now. The, the, the OBS was like, no, no, I'm not going to let you speak. But we are going to mourn the loss of some artificial intelligence, you know. Maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe hey. my OBS is becoming self-aware. I don't know. Hey, you are a fan of data. Don't call it artificial intelligence. I'm call a fan it synthetic. Of it's, it's, you know, an artificial person. <laughs> an artificial human. Artificial person. Okay, right. All so. right. So, all right. So, Patreon's choice. Um, Patreon's choice this week uh, comes from Force Strong. Uh, I, I believe it was Force Strong. Let me make sure that I'm I'm crediting the right person here. Uh, Patreon's choice was. Yeah, uh, no, it was from Sephiranus. Sephiranus asked us to walk us through the production process. Give us a behind the escape pod, if you will. I'm going to call it a inside the escape pod. Um, what it takes to go from the end of the last show to set up for the next one. Um, I mean, it literally starts uh, every single episode. The next one will be starting as soon as we're done with this one. Uh, we have our after show with the Patreons. Our Patreons uh, tell us what they did and did not like about the previous show. Um, but normally it's just, you know, blowing smoke up our ass, which we love, really. It's like, great show, <laughs> great show, great show. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We love you. We love you. <laughs> Keep coming back. You know, Keep you, watching. You it, to, 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 for, for us, it's like, you, you know, we guys know you enjoy the show. You're your Patreons. You you guys help uh, help fund, you know, the expenses of the show. And honestly, we're like, guys, just tell us we sucked. <laughs> but um, you know, we we interact with the with the Patreons, and sometimes we do it with all the listeners. We go into the list uh, into the loading dock every once in a while, but mainly. It's um, mainly it's the after show with the Patreons. And some of the inspiration for the next topic that we're going to cover starts right there. But during that time, I am downloading the audio from YouTube. I'm I'm, you know, deleting the uh, deleting the video, getting it ready for the podcast um, and I think right now is a good time to announce it <coughs> starting next week. Pardon me for coughing. Starting next week, I will be uploading the video to YouTube because we are going to make the switch to Twitch. Um, oh, yes. So, you know, we're, we're, we're making the jump to Twitch because it is more, uh, more streamer friendly. Uh, being able to interact with you guys in a quicker, uh, a less, there's less latency on yeah, Twitch. The, the, the latency there's less... and the delay was, was the, the latency and the lack of a delay were the two biggest factors. Because sometimes, if we get, we get lucky if we get a seven second delay and decent latency. On You've seen what, I mean, you guys know out there what, it can be like sometimes if one tiny little thing goes wrong that 
it, you know, we'll end up with a 30, 30 to 60 second delay. I mean, what one time we ended up buffering for like, I don't know, five minutes and it was cutting in and out. All that happened was someone left a Zoom call. That was it. One little tiny thing happens and, and it, it just, you know, it's, so yeah, those were, those were definitely two of the big factors in, in the decision to, um, to going over to Twitch and, um, it seems like everybody. We, we seem to be behind the scare. We we seem to be behind the curve on this one because everybody. So many other people are going over to Twitch. I mean, I I was on Twitch the other day just checking out a, a couple of um, chain gang guys, and Urza's Urza's doing his uh, Urza was doing his GAC though, and I'm like, what the? When the hell did this happen? When did Urza stop doing his GAC on YouTube and start doing it on Twitch? And that tells me everything I need to know. Twitch is the better platform. When it comes to streaming, that it is, and that's what we that want to do. Absolutely, is. stream. So um, that is what that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be switching over, but um, what it takes to put together an episode uh, Mondays usually uh, you and I are reviewing. Uh, um, you you and I review essentially the the numbers. We we also look at the uh, look at the time that was invested in listening and uh, some of the comments that, that our moderators grab and send to us. Um, and then after that, we, we focus and say, okay, this bit worked, this bit doesn't. Um, it, we kind of do a, a, a quick powwow on Monday. Then on Tuesdays, um, you know. Oh, it was that? Boulder Doobies is now following us. On, on Twitch. Ch- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice I forgot one. to I forgot to turn down the, the audio. Uh, That's right, it didn't uh, come so up that, on mine. It didn't come up on yours because I turned off that, but mine has everything. Yeah, yours has still got it on, yeah. <laughs> um anyway, you know, we see we start to evaluate, okay, what do you think is gonna come up this week? Wednesday is usually the um, Wednesday's usually the night I, I normally I'd be doing trivia that night, but it's also the day that they release new information, right? Yes. You know, we, we got, Hopefully we got, we've this got whole... something new to talk about, you know, and it's, it's discussing as to, you know, how are we going to split up all of these, you know, all of these things that we're going to talk about between segments one, two, and three. Um, because hopefully, um, uh, hopefully by the end of the weekend, maybe by if we try to have the incoming transmission guest by Monday. If not, then it's a mad rush on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday to try and find somebody to come on the show. Really quick, guess what, guy? Uh, guess what, Neil? What? Uh, we have breaking news. Oh, okay. Galactic Legends artificial intelligence issue posted by Crumb. Um, less than uh, just uh, 27 minutes ago. Uh, we were just made aware of some possibly unintended interactions around Galactic Legends artificial intelligence. We need some time to delve into the issue and investigate. We'll let you know early next week when we have reviewed the data or uh, reviewed the data if or what changes we plan to make to address this. So something's so more, rotten in the state of Denmark. So more, more, more things going wrong with Galactic Legends. Oh, my. <laughs> so I feel uh, like they, I should they, be hitting a clip 
right about it. <laughs> don't. But I'm not going clip. to. Don't worry. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hit a clip. Don't worry. Uh, so apparently there is a. Yeah, apparently there is an issue with um with the Galactic Legends AI. I'm not sure what it is. I haven't looked at it yet, but we'll find out uh, probably later on. Um, it's one of those things that they're not explaining what it is like they did about an infinite loop before. So there may be something that, uh, there may be a ga a definite game breaking bug. Mm, we'll yeah, have see, to keep an see, eye on that. See, B, B, Co B Coots is, B Coots is calling for, damn, I should have hit that. The moment has gone now, B Coots. I, I, it, the moment has gone. The damn moment from, you know. With Ice Cube and Chris Rock, <coughs> sorry, Chris Rock, Chris Tucker, the moment has gone. So hitting that button now will have no effect. But you're absolutely right. When he said that, I should have hit D. I should have hit damn. You know, because it was a breaking, breaking story about something so, from Crumb. Next time, ah, next time, okay. I'll remember the damn. Next time, don't worry. So, so by the way, uh, Buzzsaw and JJ, uh, Buzzsaw and NR Wilson tell me that uh, apparently uh, there's a bug about Ray's artificial intelligence um, that uh, they released a meta breaker of gas with what? Mm -hmm. Okay. We'll we'll see we'll see what comes of it. Um, but anyway, back to back to uh, behind the scenes here. On Wednesday, you and I have our meetings. We, we um, on my way home from hosting trivia, you and I will will just shoot the breeze about the latest stuff that broke, mm -hmm. um, and we get an idea of what we're doing. Thursday, we get the bits. Uh, we used to get the bit from Scotty. We get the bit from uh, from Llama, and we uh, if it's a new month, we'll get another. Uh, we'll get a new episode of uh, well, Lennox. Uh, one of the things he puts together. So we we end up getting those, and that takes pretty, probably my Thursday night after Marbles. Uh, but we're also recording the uh, we're also recording the Lego Legacy Heroes Unbox podcast, and um, then I send those over to you. Fridays, I have a dinner, I get ready, and you and I kick some butt. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, we do absolutely. Uh, it's all about kicking. It's all about kicking the rear. It's all about, all about butt kicking, and you know, yeah. placing feet on bottoms, and you know, <laughs> in a in a you know in a forward momentum motion. Uh, uh, and then and then and then on Friday, it all goes to rat poop, and we end up rushing like blue ass flies an hour and a half before broadcast. <laughs> which has happened you know it has happened i mean we were we were we, we we don't need to practice anymore but during those early stages during those first few weeks um like for example the first one went fine because we practiced it you know we did a dry run from start to finish and episode one went flawlessly even if i did have to hit 27 hotkeys during that show and the second one we made it shorter, but we didn't practice, and it went completely in our lead. <laughs> and then, you know, so yeah. Um, but um, uh, I just don't think, you know, the, the, those types of production issues. I just don't see us having those types of production issues um, uh, going forward with Twitch. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to add some bits and pieces 
to to the um, to the show uh, that we wouldn't be able to add because of the platform that we're on. Um, the whole point of doing it on Twitch is because it's a better platform f specifically for streaming. Uh, I mean, YouTube's still great for uploading content too. I mean, no denying that. But and but from a, and and we we fully intend to continue doing that. It's just from a live streaming perspective, it makes more sense to do it on Twitch because it, the 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 technology, the streaming technology that they use is just better than YouTube at the moment, which is you know which is an indictment on youtube when you consider how massive the platform is um may okay. maybe they should be and, and and one of the things that uh um for for our youtube only audience don't worry you're we're not, we're not going anywhere and uh to those who were cheering a moment ago i'm sorry we're not going anywhere you're showing people you're wearing pants. Yeah, I'm yeah. showing I'm wearing jeans, yeah. So, um, you know, we're not going to be leaving YouTube. The show will still be uploaded to YouTube. People will still get the um will still get to see um uh, we'll see the the whole thing as it is on YouTube. Um and and Junior Darth asking if I'm wearing pants. I'm wearing the same thing I always wear every single show. I wear pajama shorts, not boxers. Pajama shorts. Because I uh, live I'll take, in I'll Texas. Take, I'll take. I'll take. I'll take my pants off if you want me to, Junior Darth. No, Make we're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> there will be no Twitch thottery on uh, on the Escape Pod cast. <laughs> All right, so um, that that's kind of a peek behind the scenes. And uh, uh, Patreons, if you have any questions, we'll ad absolutely address them in the uh, in the after show, which is coming up uh, after this. Um, but thank you very much. We will see you guys on Twitch next week. And uh, the fun part is that Twitch is on every single gaming system. It's on most streaming sticks. And it's also on your computer and on your phone. So you're, we're not leaving anywhere. It's just whether or not Twitch works for you. You may have to go to the website through a browser, but we will be here for you. And you'll still be able to download us on podcast networks, including Google, Apple, and iHeartRadio, wherever you find fine podcasts, such as the Escape Pod cast so yeah yeah anything else neil because we are now going over almost 20 minutes yeah i know streaming for two hours and 23 minutes yeah no no i've got nothing else um well, if i've missed anything i'm sure people could ask me in the after show all right well guys thank you so much we are still pushing for the thousand here. We'll still honor every single commitment that we have given you. Um, and we'll, because uh, there'll still be things that we can do when we get to a thousand that we're still doing on YouTube. It's just the Escape Podcast is moving to Twitch. Um, so continue for that push. Let's make it happen. With that being said, be nice to each other, damn it. Wash your hands.
and we'll see you next week. Neil? Yeah? Push the button. Oh, yeah, you got it, mate. It's a tough now, folks. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods! Close down the circuit! Evacuate the system! Self-destruct mechanism has been activated! Abandon ship! Where is it? Where is it? It's gonna be here! Out of order! Even in the future, nothing works! This ship will self-destruct in exactly 10 seconds. <laughs> Counting down. 10, 9, 8, 6. 6? What happened to 7? Just kidding. 3, 2, 1. Have a nice day. Thank you. Hello, friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The Escape Podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears. Sit, Boo Boo, sit. Good dog.